dating is that right? And you think about it, dating is an open open relationship. Yeah. So most well, people have like two or three people that they're dating. Yeah. And you like this and this person. You like this and this person. You like this and this person. And they have a hard time committing to mm-hmm. one person because right. they like all three for mm-hmm. different reasons. And they all reasons. three give you completely different things that you're yeah. wanting. Yeah. Right. All tea, no shade. L N J. What type of tea they serving? Is it lifting? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click in this dope trio delivering something with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you wanna join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping eight one trade. Uh, it's all tea, no shade. All tea, no shade. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to All Tea No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do, sippers. So pull up a seat and let's start our sip sesh oh, with man. our regular Mr. Remy Mulatto. Hello, Mr. Hey, what up, another what up, what episode. Up. We feeling good. We feeling nice. I'm feeling pretty good. We just, uh, fi- we just finished getting all our coughing out, so we we are good. <laughs> He got the COVID, y'all. Who? Mm. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. I know, literally, you can't joke there. about that. He does not, guys. I coughed early this morning. It's like, you can't even cough no more. Literally. It's like, look, I had something in my throat. Damn, but can I not Okay, cough? are you guys all hypochondriacs? Because, like, the, like so the the, the allergies have been killing me recently. Mm. And I'm, like, getting sniffles. I'm like, is this COVID? Is yeah. this COVID? Self-diagnosing like, so and everything. It makes me so... Nervous. Coughing is like that new came say you came and say thirsty. Remember at one point people would say, I'm thirsty. Oh, I can't even say thirsty anymore. You you thirsty. You thirsty. But it is what it is. <clears throat> I, I tell you what fucked me up. Um I hadn't really been going out for a while, like out just into the world. Yeah. And then around for Fourth of July weekend, I was helping my girl move her stuff <laughs> with her parents and all of this extra stuff. And then like <laughs> The next day, that Sunday, I had these weird chest pains. And I'm like, is that is that it? <laughs> <laughs> it's because you was had, working out, yeah, bro. Yeah, I had nothing else. I just had chest pains. And I'm like, chest pains, COVID-19. <laughs> Do you guys wish that? I almost wish that <coughs> whether or not you were, I wish that it wasn't asymptomatic. I know. but I wish that everybody who got it. it like experienced like the flu. sickness at least a little bit so they to know. know that they yeah. got it. Yeah. Because the fact that it's asymptomatic, that's the part that makes it so dangerous that's for why me. It so easy. That's why I don't want to go out right now because I'm like, I could catch it Something and, you know, as a healthy person, I, you know, not know that I got it, yeah. be asymptomatic, and then give it to exactly. my niece or my nephew or my mom or my dad or like give it to somebody who has a, a compromised immune system. Yeah. That's the part that scares me the most about that. Well, we are all practicing social distancing. I am coughing not because of COVID. <laughs> I am coughing because of some other reason. Mm. L. Oh God. How was your week? My week has been pretty, <clears throat> pretty good. You know. Um, I've been getting a lot of new business clients, so that always works. It's always like about work right now because that's my only focus at the moment. I'm not yeah. dating really, so it's the only thing that I'm focused. You said on. you're not what? Not really dating. Oh. I mean, because we're. I mean, based on your last episode, you kind of were dating. I was dating, and then after that, I was like, Ugh, I just, just can't like, let one episode, one bad experience, one unfortunate experience in dating, not make you want to date the rest of 2020. Though. Kind of. Do. You know, Cause me, you know it's good to get some good old. Oh, sorry. I know, and it has been the in a drought. Whew, child. Mm. I almost, I almost pulled mm. a, a X text. Uh, you know, you can I, get it. I, well, I, I'm sure. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> thank you 
I mean, yes, but I meant it like you know, women can get it like that because yeah. guys don't yeah, get ex. Women got uh, quicker access to it for sure. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. Always somebody willing. The exes would never say no unless they're in a relationship. No, you know my, I mean? my ex like has been yeah, hitting me up, so I know. But I'm, I'm deciding to just chill. You know, sometimes you gotta be okay with being just solo. Though. That's probably the yeah. healthiest option. <laughs> Literally the most healthiest option because I don't know how everybody's quarantining. Like, could you imagine me quarantine this whole time and then like. You know, trying to get my, you just, you know, whatever, and <clears throat> and like that be the thing to catch me COVID. I'd be yeah. so pissed. I ain't gonna lie, man. My quarantine sex life has been pretty good. It's been kind of stale lately. Huh. But I'm on a drought. No. What? What's how long? What's a? How I, long does it take to be to be considered a drought? A month, two months, three months, a week. For me, it has to be more than three months for it to be a drought. Like, more mm. like six months for it to be a drought. Damn. I don't even understand that. Have you ever gone? What's the longest I've, you've gone without sex? Honestly, the longest I've gone without sex is over a year. Mm. But let me explain. Let me explain, Sippers. It's so funny because men and women are so different. I was, I've gone I over was a year 20, I was like 22. I was still heavily involved in the church. And I just, at that time, I didn't want to have sex. Outside of being in, in a relationship, I still had my own convictions about it. Yeah. But since then, I have never gone. Like, I think the longest I've gone is like three months without sex. Yeah. Oh. Since then. There's okay, a point no, where I'm, you. I've gone four years. Oh hell no! <laughs> I forgot I was in a celebration. Hell no! You went four <laughs> years without having sex. Yeah, I forgot about that. No. Fuck I'm that. <laughs> Mm, anyway, so I find though it's interesting because I don't know how you did it with a relationship. I think it's easier when you're single, obviously, yes, absolutely. you can remove it. But like I've been in long distance relationships, which obviously obviously stops it. To me, those are the hardest times to be celibate, essentially, because yeah. you have that romantic interest. Yeah. There's no way I would go. I could go. I mean, we, we four had years. An understanding. It wasn't like we're seeing kind of hit some hand jobs, nothing. Oh hell no! It was all me, myself, and I. Mm. <laughs> All I, got in the I would end. be miserable. <laughs> I would be miserable. Remy, what I found out. how was your week, man? Uh, you know what? I can't complain. You know, I'm 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 breathing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got You're not COVID. going through a drought, so there you go. Yeah, some living booty. Living my life. You know what I'm he do got some living booty. Ah, I'm, living little, I'm a little. I'm a little. Of all of us. I'm a little upset you right now. The best life out of all of us at the moment. Matter of fact, matter, matter of fact, get the fuck out my face. Okay. <laughs> What, what can I say? I was prepared for coronavirus. Yes, he said I don't have to get prepared. I stay prepared. Yeah, man. You know prepared. Saying, loaded up on toilet paper. Got in a relationship. <laughs> good, good to go. Good to go. Uh, my week. Thanks for asking, by the way. It was. I was waiting. Oh, you ready? I mean, literally, he just finished tried again. Talking. Hold on, I'll wait. Which nudist resort How was did your you week, hit this Mr. time? Mr. Noetta. My week was actually pretty. Bad. No, I didn't go to no. I did not go to a nudist resort. We have been talking about going back to Caliente, but not yet. Yeah. I have a friend, a couple few friends want to go to um, Hedonism in Jamaica. Yeah, I've heard that's been like, that. they say that is like the closest version you could get to. You remember old Black Spring Break? Mm-hmm. They don't have it anymore. But mm-hmm. Remember back in the day, Black Spring Break was in Daytona Beach. Yeah. And it was yep. like literally yeah. wow. everything went. Yep. Every like literally, mm. girls would walk around naked. People would yeah. be. I remember seeing a video, and I was like dumb young, so I probably shouldn't have seen it. And like guys, this girl was just like her legs wide open, mm. and I like, I like the start of this, right? Like exposed, and she was letting guys insert money into her. Oh wow! 
So like they had to pay the toll to get past that certain point. Wow. And the way to do that was, was to insert money. money into her. Yeah, it was, crazy. and then there was a guy that's literally standing and taking it out. Like it was like the most, mm. like you know, I think about it now. Like, gross. Most really but like intense. it was like, but it was like black spring break. It was black like really outrageous. <laughs> Like, like, imagine if, if there was like a black girl's going wild. Oh, it'd be crazy. I mean, but you know, I used to watch. I used to love girls going wild videos. That was my first entry into like. But think seeing about boobs. how tame that is compared to like stuff like. I, but I that's tame compared to Detroit. them too. They're like yeah. girls going wild, is still yeah. tame compared to what they're you know. You think? No, I'm not gonna get into that. Anyway, my week has been <laughs> my week has been pretty cool. I haven't really done much. Um even though Florida is pretty much, you think about it, we're pretty much operating at 100%, well, not 100%, 90, like 90% capacity. Schools. Schools about to open back up in fall. I feel like the teachers are going to... Um, they're getting screwed over big time. I think they're going to boycott. I really I, don't think, I think teachers are going to show up. I think they should. I think they should. I think they should, too. I think they should. I have a and lot of teacher friends. states are literally, like, I think New Jersey just came out and said that it's all going to be virtual, virtual, you know, for the first time. Again, Governor DeSantis following Donald Trump. And, and it's unfair because because first of all, let's be real. Kids don't know what the hell to do with a mask. You think kids are gonna wear a mask all damn day I, in they school? They don't understand social Fuck distancing. Fuck no. Well, like literally, adults are having a hard time social distancing, and you're gonna put kids in a class with all their friends and think they're gonna. Social and kids distance? carry the most germs in the more than adults, so you know teachers are gonna get infected, right? So then you got to bring in substitute teachers. It's just a bad. It's a bad plan. It's a bad idea. I hope the teachers do boycott, but the problem with boycotting is they don't get paid. Yeah, that's the issue. Right. And so, um, did y'all see? Side note, moving on from that, did y'all see that Donald Trump um, commuted Roger Stone? Yes. So Roger Stone. Uh, yeah. So those who do not know, Roger Stone was recently commuted commuted by President, your president, y'all president, y'all president, y'all president, y'all president, president. Don- <laughs> president, 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 president Donald Trump. So which means that even though the conviction still is uh, real and still attached to Roger Stone, he will no longer serve. He will not serve any prison time. He was days away from serving like forty two. 45 months in prison so now he won't serve any prison time and um Ro- and uh robert mueller recently came out who has been completely silent since um doing the the mueller report on donald trump and the russian investigation came out and, and spoke very highly against um the commute of roger stone which he clearly was convicted clearly lied to to, to congress is in the wrong and he's not serving any jail time i think that's a sign of white privilege Right by huge measure and a corrupt White House. What are your thoughts on Roger Stone and, all, and Donald Trump doing this? Honestly, I'm so tapped out right now. I think like emotionally, I have reached my capacity where I cannot engage. Yeah, I'm like we're just right now. I'm just at yeah. the point where I can't engage. It may be a little bit later, but I think it's like all the videos of people like now more and more because it's the thing mm. like all the videos of police brutality or about of Karen's like literally like calling police on people for no reason and like I think I've just hit overload capacity that I yeah. have I've read I've seen it I've heard briefly about it but I didn't like yeah. go into great detail because I'm just I'm overloaded I'm trying to tap out right now tap out responsibly mm-hmm. where I can still see what's going on yeah. but like I'm not doing a deep dive anymore because yeah I get it I'm just emotionally spent. Whew, like, 
2020. I'm just emotionally spent. Like, 2020 has been the year of change. Um, did you see this guy who literally a Karen or this white woman called the cops on him for sitting in front of his own house? He was, I didn't see he that. was in his car in his own house. He was waiting for his son to come out, and a white woman, a neighbor, walked up and accused him of like. You know, not living there and doing something wrong. Mm. And he's like, "Ma'am, I literally live here." And she's like, "No, you don't. I live in this neighborhood. You don't. I've never seen you before. You don't live here." And he's like, "I'm just waiting for my son. You're, I'm calling the cops on you. You're clearly a drug dealer. You're clearly wow. like, yeah." And mm. so he walks <clears throat> up and he walks into his house and someone's there and, and she goes, "You know, she doesn't believe that I live here." And he goes, "Yeah, he lives there." And her face, she doesn't change. Mm. Right, she's still like so deep in her animosity, her, in her conviction, in her conviction, and she just like looks at him like crazy, and then she walks away and she calls him a you know drug dealer. She's like, you're just you're drug you're doing drug dealing or whatever the case is, because she has to find a reason mm-hmm. for him to be mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, could you imagine just literally? And the cops came, mm-hmm. like you're you're sitting in your car in front of your own home, like you pay for. Waiting for your son just to like go somewhere. You're waiting for some. I mean, this is so common, and to get the cops called on you for something so everyday, so everyday. simple, yep. so trivial, <clears throat> with the assumption that you're like the assumption is that you're doing something nefarious. You yeah, know? I, uh, I even saw a video the other day of the group minority, you know, minority kids. I would say they, they were probably a black a black girl and a Latino girl, and they were walking in their own community, walking home, and they were being harassed by a white guy about them not living there and whatnot. He followed them all the way down to this house, and they said, you know what? Stay right here. I'm going to get my dad. And they went inside, and dad came out, and the dad was about to go. He said, he said, y'all go in the house right now. Oh, you know. You know, he was about to go. He was about to go in on this white guy. Right. And it just sucks, man. It just sucks that people. You know what? You know what black people do when we see when we're in our black communities and we see a white person come down in the neighborhood. You know what we do? We smile. We smile and not say a damn thing. We try to because be- it doesn't matter. Right. Like, why does it matter for a black person? I used to. I, I like driving through neighborhoods and seeing certain houses. I'm like, damn, that's a beautiful yeah, house. Sometimes it's inspirational. Or yeah. Inspirational. Exactly. You know? Like, I want to see these houses that maybe with hard work I can get myself into these or communities. You figure, or you're ready to purchase your own house and you're trying to figure out what you like and what you exactly, don't. Exactly. Like- exactly. Like, it's it's unfortunate that. We are being harassed just for doing simple things uh, like looking at a house or going home. So there's a, a Instagram called Karen's Gone Wild, and I feel like don't I'm like be like mindful. And there's another one called like Racist Online or whatever. Be mindful of like signing up for these things because it's very easy to get to overload. Yeah. You know, like if you're emotionally like intact with your who you are and like connected <clears throat> to who you are emotionally and where you need to be. It's very easy to see them because you want to see, like, you want to see what happens. You want to see the racists. You want to see their faces and know, like, log their, log who they are. But it's very easy in those kind of places to get to a place where you're just emotionally done. So here's a question, and then we can move on. This is something kind of reminded me of something. I saw a comedian who said, "You know what? I'm not really okay with the Confederate flag being being removed." He's like. There were a lot of positive things about the Confederate flag. Like, like being able to identify who the racists were. Right. It's like, you know, if you're out strolling on a Sunday morning on the beach and you see a Confederate flag, you're like, oh, that's a motherfucking racist. Okay, right. I'm aware. So now they're all gone. I'm not going to know who the racists are. 
Well, they, they got well they're just now. gone for governmental buildings. Yeah. They're still, like, people personally can it's still, still rock it. them. Yeah. And they will. And so you'll still see those people in the Confederate flags. But I do, I mean, that is an identifier. Are like, y'all, are y'all of the belief that it's better to know who the races are, being open and in your face, or better not knowing who it is in general? It's definitely better to know. I disagree. Who to watch out for. I mean, the, the practical part of me wants to say, yes, you need to know who to watch out for. Mm. But the people who are just so over about it, right, mm. that means it's it's systematic. It's like... In, Systemic? <clears throat> systemically okay, right? Yeah. So if, if we had to know... You know, those people could be really obvious in their hiring practices and the way they manage their workforces and all that kind of stuff, right? It's the covert, as much as I hate the insidious nature of covertness, there also is a recognition that you have to hide this, right? There's yeah. a recognition <laughs> that what you're doing is wrong and is not okay. And at some level, that means society as a whole has determined that that action is not permissible. Yeah. And so as much as I hate covert, they're also it's also a, a, a commentary on like our social construct. At some level, we realize, or they realize, that society as a whole has determined that that behavior yeah. is not acceptable. And because it's not acceptable, they have to be covert about it. Yeah, I guess. Because overt would just take us back to the 60s. That's when they were overt about yeah, it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I think that it would be, I would like for it to not be so in our faces, right? Yeah. Because it sucks seeing it every damn day. However, I don't know if change would come across or happen as fast if it wasn't so in front of our face True. in 2020 where people can see it and fight back against that shit. I think, I mean, <clears throat> our new unrest is literally caused by videos. Everyone's like, oh, if I saw that, I can't believe people, why, the per why is the person videoing it? You know, I, they should jump in. I couldn't watch somebody do that like for the George Floyd. And I was right. like, if those people would have jumped in, we would have never known about George exactly. Floyd. And there's a million, you know, not millions, but there's, you know, hundreds of George Floyds, I believe, honestly. Yeah. But their people didn't video it. They didn't, you know, memorialize it. It's part of that, like, sometimes the most important thing you can do, the most, what you can do for your friend in that situation is literally record. Yeah. It's hit record. <clears throat> because yeah. it, it holds people accountable Absolutely. in ways that they wouldn't have been. You know, I saw a video um, the other day. This got so serious so quick. <laughs> I know we got to finish. Oh move my God. on. Go ahead. See, so there say. was a video of a of a cop, and he 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 had like a um, it was a white cop, black guy. He had him on the ground in like the threshold of like look like a store or something like that, mm -hmm. and it looked like he was kind of moving towards putting his his knee on the back of the guy's neck, and so somebody was recording. It was like don't just don't put your knee on his neck. Just like do whatever you got to do, but yeah. cut that shit out. And the cop was like, well, why don't you just help me out? And then they went over there and they literally was like, my man, just put your arm behind your back. We don't want no problems. We don't want nobody to get hurt. Just cooperate and everybody can get out of here safe and everybody's good. So it was like, there was like an actual What a beautiful response. Yeah, it, yeah. it was like the, the police officer, for the most part, he was listening to people. Yeah. The community, to people addressing him. He wasn't being negative towards them or saying, get the fuck out of here, nothing like that. And then these people more or less tr tried to make the situation mm. not 
end in some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Everything about that, like, is what, what I like. And I wish it's we could everything. And that. the, like, that's literally the power of stepping up. Yeah. You know, I look at old movies and like people who stepped up were like heroes, you know, but they obviously it comes at a price. Yeah. Right. And that's the problem is nobody wants is willing to pay the price. But back in the day, we used to like it used to be a heroic thing, you know, yeah. like samurai would yeah. kill themselves if they brought dishonor. Like we who who we are, our character, our integrity was so much more important to us. You know what the issue the issue is, is that why people so why so many people get upset, so many black people get upset about resisting. Like if you're guilty of something, most people who are guilty aren't going to resist. Right. The problem is when you're a lot of the time guilty. when you haven't done shit wrong Literally and the cops wrong. are 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 they treat you like a criminal. Treat you like a criminal. You're like, no, what the Hold the fuck up! What did I do? Like I literally did you know, nothing, sir. I did nothing, so that's why we push back. It's not that we don't want to listen or that we don't understand what the, what's happening. Yeah. It's like, no, tell me what the fuck I did. Yeah. And that's you the know? part too. You see a lot of these videos. The person is always asking, "What did I do? Just tell me what I did." And the cop refuses to like explain. Yeah, because yeah. they are the authority and they don't want to. They don't have to answer. They want to stop you without having to explain themselves. Yeah. But no, you need to explain yourself if you're stopping me for no reason. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast about a guy the other uh, the other day who got uh, convicted for a murder at 18 that he didn't commit, and part of why he got committed was because he wasn't showing remorse for a crime that he didn't commit. Like they were like, you're you're not being remorseful. And it's like, well, I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't do it. Do it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about any of this. You know what I mean? But he he's, he was in jail for 38 years. That's before, insane. Before they actually got any evidence that he didn't do it. All right, yeah. Oh my god, guys. All right, let's go ahead and get into who am I? Who am I? Yeah, who are you? All right, guys, or who am I? Let me give you the rules real quick. I'm going to give these gentlemen a clue or a tip about something that's happening in pop culture, and they have to guess who that person is. The only rule is that you can't guess before my first clue. I would just like to say for the record that last week I spanked Remy's ass. You did. Like I spanked Ray, it. Remy I, spanked I spanked all it. Of last I spanked week. one to zero. That's how bad I spanked him. So. This week I'm gonna try to do better. He losing now. Oh, you did spank his ass, and that sounds familiar last week. You were just getting spanked. Sippers, go back like and it? listen to that did episode of Soulmates. Do you like to? Do you like to get spanked? Not usually, but you know what? I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind a little bit of spanking. Don't. I don't. Please don't mind. spank me. Oh Lord. <laughs> it just went left. Already. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. All right, guys. First clue. This football player. Apologize for questioning the attractiveness of this R&B soul singer. You can give me either one. Football player. A football player just apologize. A black football player apologized for questioning the attractiveness of an Fuck black R&B singer. Uh, Cam Newton. Tory Lanez responded saying, you can't trust a... Nigga that don't find blank attractive. Um, All lives matter, which is Quest Love responded. Blank is the sexiest human ever. Sue me. Um, <laughs> uh, what team you play for? Do you know that? You should focus on the woman. That's oh, so it's a tell. woman, not the you, person. You can say either one, the oh. football player or the woman that he's talking about, the R&B singer. So it's either yeah, the football player. Well, he was talking. Or Tiffany Haddish. No, 
Um, his re- oh, are you R&B singer? Uh-huh. The football player has responded. He said, I tried to explain my tweet after realizing how poorly it was worded and conveyed. I didn't grow up on blank, so it was news to me that she was a sex symbol, and I just tweeted Fuck, Holly Berry. stupidly. Oh, R&B, R&B. It was Scott, the- Jill Scott, Jill Scott, Jill Scott. Jill Scott. <laughs> really? Yes. We are talking. Who was the NFL player? The NFL player is Kyle Kiero. Oh no, I would never got he, that shit. He ain't. He had nobody. He apologizes for questioning Jill Scott's attractiveness. He responded. His first one was like, Do "People find people are attracted to Jill Scott?" Question mark. And that was his tweet. And obviously, if you don't. If Jill you do Scott not, is universally sexy. Well, his, it's well, well, here's the thing: if if you don't know what Jill Scott looks like, Jill Scott is a heavier set woman, right. and of course, in societal terms. terms, she's not seen as this gorgeous woman. But she's an attractive woman, though. But like in a culture perspective, from a culture standpoint, Jill Scott is sex on freaking two feet. Yeah. Okay, like I mean, you listen to her sing, you're just like, okay. Yeah, she Jill, goes Jill, in. Just God can get it for sure. Every literally Quest Love, like that. The funniest thing is that you have to guys go to Twitter or go to social media and look at this. The celebrities who are coming, Tory Lanez was like, "I'll get into an entanglement with her." <laughs> He's like, "I'll get into a long-lasting entanglement with Jill Scott any day." Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it's yeah. love. I, I will I, say that I'm one thing I do like about 2020, and maybe it started in 2019. Is the love that bigger women are getting? Uh, now, honestly, personally, I've never dated a, a heavier set woman. Mm-hmm. Really? Never. Um, Why not? Because I have physically it, it was like not it's not my thing. However, as I've gotten older, you need to see a jiggle. Sorry, probably too. But what I will say is that as I've gotten older, I'm you a 39 might, year old man. Like is that I found I found well find now that I am more attracted to the women with curves and the naturalness of the human body versus in my 20s it was like skinny fit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you had a very specific type. Yeah, now I'm like, I'm like a little bit it, thick it girl. It's just weird because like I definitely went from like six packs to dad bod. And I don't know when that like situation <laughs> happened because I did not agree to that situation yeah. happening. I just realized one day I was like looking at one of those BuzzFeed articles yeah. and it was like, who dad bods are in? I'm like, no, they're, no the fuck they're not. I think there's a certain like, limit. I, I realized. They're I, posting pictures. Yeah. I'm like, yes. I realized that I was liking uh, certain different different body types of a woman. woman. Mm-hmm. The moment when I realized that I was at an age where I could like the grandma and the mom. Yes, that happens too. I was like, Wait, shit. I'm there's a point old. when you can start in 30s. <laughs> like it happens when you're in like, your 30s. Like, I kind of like grandmas and mamas. Like, what the yeah. fuck is happening right now? It's it because can, like, when you hit 30, you can like the... The dad who's forty, or the kid who's twenty, like both of yeah. them can be equally attracted. To yeah, them. like a, a you can like I'm thirty nine. I could be attracted to a fifty eight year old woman mm-hmm. and a thirty year old woman, yeah, or twenty eight year old woman, and not feel like it's nasty. Either right. one, yeah. Either one, yeah. And so yeah, much larger range. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I don't know who that NFL player is, but yes, we all agree that Jill Scott has some. She is sexy. All right, all right, Mr. Uh, Remy, Remy, Remy got that in. one. Okay. All right, here's another either or. You can give me either one of these people, okay? Mm. All right. 
This R&B singer recalls this rapper falling asleep, standing up while they were in the studio. Both are huge names. T.I. No. Jay-Z. Blank and his homeboys were in the studio and they were like, yo, these speakers ain't loud enough. I was like, no problem. Watch this. Blank explained. Yo, Blank said the speakers ain't loud enough. Bring more speakers. 50 Cent. Nope. So he keeps showing me ish and showing me ish. And I was like, you know what? This is motivating me. I'm trying to make some shit. I started going in about how I do production the whole time. I'm looking at my computer. Then I turn around. Everybody in the room is fucking asleep. Knock <laughs> the fuck out. Blank is also somehow sleep while standing up. Wow. He's like, don't know how, can't fucking tell you, don't know what the fucking happened, but I was like talking for like three or four minutes and they were knocked out. Um, So it's not Lil Wayne, okay. No. That sounds like a really good troll. (laughs) uh, It's not 50 Cent. Um, Dr. Dre, uh, Timberland. So uh, the R&B singer can also be considered a rapper too. He kind of does Tory Lanez. No. He is also a record producer, released some of your favorites. Jermaine Dupri. He might have been on a versus battle. Oh, Swiss Beats. Nope. Um, he has two Grammys. Uh, John Legend. Works with Kanye, worked with Kanye West and Jamie Foxx. Common. Nope. Teddy Riley. Um, has his own record label. Oh, gosh. Established in 2005. Not, I feel like I don't know uh, anything. Um, I mean, he's literally. I can't even like. I can't even like. He's he's just everything. Hold on, let me give you the other person. The rapper is also tied to someone romantically who's pretty famous. Kanye? No. Um, he is. Damn, who the hell is this? His musical style is considered hip hop lo-fi. He's 29 from Houston, Texas. Travis Scott. Yes. Lord Jesus. Travis Scott. So So he was was the one that fell asleep? He's the one who fell asleep standing Uh, up. And the R&B artist was T-Pain. Ah, got you. But I can see Travis Scott gives off the energy that he never sleeps. Yeah. His whole body, he just seems like he's just like on the go. T-Pain said time. he literally was talking to him like three or four minutes and this man was like literally standing up sleep, like dead sleep. I, I've never seen someone stand, uh, fall asleep standing up. I've seen up. babies do it. Yeah. You know, like you you can see, I've seen toddlers especially, like just how be does, like. How does that even work? How do you be standing? <laughs> like, bad, that's a badass I mean, there's a lot to think about to stay standing and then you just fall asleep like. <laughs> yeah well I mean there's different phases of sleeping right yeah. like sometimes when you're like waiting for like your alarm or something you can be on that like ambient like that high level of sleep where you're very conscious of things still but at the end of the day though when your body if you if you if you have avoided sleeping and neglected sleep your body it will shut down regardless of where you are and what you're doing especially driving you I, have a, I have a friend who who sleeps with her her eyes open That's it's the good. freakiest shit ever what yes you're like, are you sleeping? <laughs> like, what is happening right now? That you, is so funky. You could build a whole Instagram account around sleeping, standing up. Literally, just just go somewhere in a public place and, and just pretend you're sleeping. There, just pretend to fall asleep, and then just video everything around you. Now, people will do disgusting. Well, you can do that as a man. As a woman, people will do disgusting things. For sure, to you. for yeah. sure. It's, it's terrible. All I mean, right. Sometimes it's so hard being a girl. Okay. Next, next person. Here's an either or. Oh wait. 
I got that one. You got that one. So it's a tie right now. He got the first one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker, and it's either or, another either or. Okay. I like either ors. Me too. They're kind of fun. I like options. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this notorious. Big. Oh, sorry. Gotta wait. Thank you. Let me go. You want me to go back over the rules? Yeah, no. This notorious black actor who's known for not necessarily, or allegedly known for not liking black women, all of a sudden uh, slid under the comments of this rapper. Terry Crews. No. What? Good guess, though. Mm-mm. Black rapper, you said? Mm hmm. Notoriously for not liking black women. Oh, black. Gosh, I don't know who that is. Um. Actor, it's an actor who did it. Mm-hmm. Black woman, Jamie Foxx. Nope. Um, Slid into this black rappers. Wait, DMs. DMs. It's always so funny to me what you guys focus on. Wait, so there's, there's two. There's either or. Think of the other one. How many black female rappers are there? Uh, Meg Stallion. Meg Thank Stallion. you. There you go. <laughs> I, I miss female rapper for some reason. I was just thinking rapper. Who was the person that slid in her DM? Michael Jordan. He didn't slide in her DM. He slid under her comments. So wait, wait, wait. Hold the fuck up. So now, if you slide in the comment, take a comment, that means you're interested in that person. No, he did one Maybe of those a celebrity. Probably he did know. one of those. I think drooly faces or something. Ah, uh, gotcha. Michael so Jordan. is he? Has, has, so he's funny. been known not to. But it wasn't this one. It was the one where she was backing up in the. I mean, I looked at it multiple times. Yeah. So how 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 big? How tall oh, is she? She's a thick woman, man. She's a thick woman. It's so good though. I love black. She doesn't women, have man. any cellulite, no stretch. It's like perfect. Yeah, I wonder how part of that is. Maybe it's natural. I hope it's natural. I think it's natural. It looks she natural. Yeah. If it's not natural, she got a really good doctor. I mean, she's a, her body is super amazing. For I, sure. um, man, I think black women are so amazing. I really do. There's so many different styles of black women. I guess it's true about all races. Yeah, for everyone. You know. Um, but anyway, I digress. Michael but I didn't know that Michael G. Jordan trying to shoot his shot. I didn't know he wasn't. He was known for not liking yeah, black women. Yeah, he's known for not like liking. Black woman. I think he made the comments back in the day, or to the effect that people have kind of determined he's mm. into chocolate. But it's like kind of well, it's kind of well known. Everybody kind of. I mean, they make memes about it all the time. I also think part of that is is you're only attracted to the people who are most attracted to you, right? And so maybe whatever reason. I mean, I, I grew up very attracted to light skinned women. I dated white women at a very, very young age. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until I got older that I was like, damn. Like, but don't you attribute to that also to you being older and better, having a better understanding of yourself? Absolutely. Because absolutely. when you're younger, you go with what's popular. And absolutely. what's popular 100%. is, you know, white ideals, white standards of beauty. And so the closer to white you could get would was the ideal, you know? Like, that's why women relax their hair. Mm-hmm. I, I posted this thing on Facebook because... Um, recently it was like how many people used to look at Khalees remember Khalees when she came out and was mm-hmm. like she has the most beautiful hair not realizing that they also had the same hair and it was like 
multiple people liked it or commented on it. And it was like, as a black girl, you didn't even know your hair texture. You didn't yeah. even know that you had Khalees hair. You know, like you didn't know that you had curly hair or not because you never experienced it. You never, you never let it do its thing. Yeah, you would get relaxers. People would relax kids' mm-hmm. hair as mm-hmm. early as toddlers, like very, very young. Like just for me was for yeah. kids. Like yeah. you know what I mean. And so you didn't even know your whole your own hair texture to the point where you would be looking at like Khalees and being yeah. like. Oh my god, I love her curls. Not realize I used to look at Khalees and be like I love her curls. Not realizing yeah. like, I had the same exact ones. Yeah, and that could be George, 30, 33, 33 years old. So he's coming, coming into his own. So maybe oh, his. Oh, that was Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael I, B. Jordan. I heard Michael Jordan. No, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan, the Creed actor. White women. Okay. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. So maybe our our taste. Evolve, but also I mean it's social media. So like, if you have a history of dating white women, you might be open to both. Yeah. But if you have a history of dating white women, people are going to assume that you—that's your preference. I have a hard time dating white women. I'll be completely honest. Dated a white woman. And 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 to my to our our white listeners is is not anything against the white culture in, in particular. Right. Just as a black man, my my experiences in life have created a sense of slight distrust for white people, yeah. right? And I have white friends and I and they are some of my brothers and sisters. But when it comes to dating white women, I'm always like I'm, I'm hesitant all the time. And I wish I wasn't like that. Right. But I just I just have this hesitancy that's like mm, so many, so many questions. Yeah. So I kind of just stick with my, my black women. Well, it's Latino dangerous women. too because yeah. like, so one of my exes, he was married to a white woman, and when they were getting divorced, she definitely weaponized her whiteness against right. him, and so she would like he would be she would be at his house. And he would be trying to kick her out, mm. and she would like, okay, I'll call the police and tell them you're breaking in. And he called the and she called the police, and the police like almost took him in. Yeah, you yeah. know, for his own house. Yeah, because she called the police on him, and she was a white woman, you know, and they just assumed that she was right and he was wrong, and literally was going to take him into jail and yeah. like have to deal with all that rigmarole because of that. It was literally, literally, he was just so lucky that one of the neighbors walked by and was like, oh, that's. Yeah. That's he's the homeowner. She's not the homeowner. So did I just lose? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I lost. You don't, have, you don't have one more, like one more celebrity. Mm-hmm, I, think, I think you do. I think that's good. no, no. I think that's you have one good more. Good job, Remy. You told me you had. You told me you had one more before you started. I always do odds. That would make it w. even. Feels good. All right, guys. Let's go ahead and move into Cheers. our listener <laughs> shout out. Cheers. Listener shout out is going out. You no, know, the last couple weeks I've been doing. Uh, the last couple of weeks I've been doing city. So I'm gonna do city. Again, again. So this listener shout out goes out for the last 30 days. The top city on the Lipson platform, that's L-I-B-S-N, is San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, California. They have been our top hey, listeners. Fran. I want to hey. go San Fran so bad. I just want to go on the bridge. Well, you know I'm a 49er fan. San Francisco 49er fan. So. I have not traveled to San Francisco yet. I'm, I want to go to San Francisco. Let's do it. Yo. I'm ready to travel right now. I know. You really I'm are. I'm ready to Wait, go. Don't you have a trip coming up? Did you well, go? Well, I was supposed to be in Puerto Rico on July 4th. What but happened? I didn't go. I thought you bought the ticket already. I did. I wasn't able to go because the governor of Puerto Rico changed the date of when they were allowing tourists <gasps> to come in. Originally, Shut it was up. July 1st, and they pushed it back to July 15th. So now I'm looking at travel for July 24th. Is the airplanes working with you? 
Like, oh, yeah, it gave me it gave me my voucher and okay. they gave me my money back, but I didn't really want the money back. I just wanted to make sure I had the the other flight, yeah, the other flight to voucher for it. So okay. airlines have actually been really understanding in them. But you know what? Here's the thing that blew my fucking mind. How am I cussing so much? I don't know. You that, you bought it. It's that fuck. No, I'm playing. You <laughs> One of my friends traveled. You know, initially all airlines were like, uh, "Oh, we're practicing social distancing, so none of the flight will be completely full." Right? My friend just flew from Tampa to Dallas the other day. Sent me a picture. Every seat yeah, was they, full. They stopped doing that shit. Like yeah, they're they not even. It. And then they had the audacity to say that they weren't serving all, uh, drinks and food because of social distancing. But you, right. but yet you're full capacity, but you're not. Oh yeah, the airplanes are like they're so greedy. Like they're yeah. so greedy. Send now, that flight attendant down the aisle. And give me my damn crackers, please. Now they never have to give you snacks or drinks now because they can blame so it on social distancing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they're so packing the, the, the airplanes. So yeah. Anyway, listen. So I go to San Francisco. Whoever you are in San Francisco. Reach out to us. Like, actually, hit us up on, our, on Instagram or our Facebook or our Twitter or whatever and let us know that you are the person listening to Altino Shade. Elle, how can they find us? You can find us on Instagram at Altino Shade Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Our page is Altino Shade. Or we have a Facebook group called Altino Shade Podcast and Friends. So add, like, and share. If you ever want to talk to us directly, you can slide into our email, slide. which is Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can slide in the DM. You can slide into our personal especially DMs. If what's your single, personal DMs? Especially if you're a single, a single beautiful okay, black wait, woman. Give you it, can, like, give, sing, what's your oh. ask? I'm on this like new networking what's call. What's my ask? This new referral networking service, which is okay. awesome. So you have to give your ask. If you want a girl to mm-hmm. slide into your DM, what's mm-hmm. the ask? What does she? The criteria you want her to meet? <laughs> wow. But like, don't wow. be don't be like gross about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would just say my ask is well talk about what look at you, look at you and look at me that's so rude sir <laughs> that's so look rude look at you and look mean? at me if if you never mind okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna say if be I'm attractive just, my ask is uh, if you slide in my DM uh, you have to be a kind individual absolutely because I've just met too many mean ass people for no reason right and you have to be uh, respectable and mm. respectful. Well, both of I'll, those things. I will say just be accepting of people and who I am. Remy, since you're in a relationship, you can't really answer this question. No, I don't get DMs anyway. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> I, don't nobody can see I don't get no DMs. Really? I'm mm-hmm. under six feet, so. <laughs> Is that what you know what? It don't really matter. Don't let, don't let the height. Anyway, I mean, no, let the height. Let the height. You're in a relationship, no, no, so no, for real though, I'm in a, a happy relationship. Like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, so I don't, I don't need no DMs. Yeah. Yeah, don't slide in me. So is this a real thing? Like I know heightism is a real thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely discrimination based on height. But don't like, call it a whole ism. It's preference. It's a preference. Preference, right? Yeah, yeah it's a Just preference. Like a man might not like. But it's not fair woman. though, because women. Nothing is uh, fair though. Hold on, but women yeah. can go ham. Ham, is it even a word anymore? Ham, hard as a motherfucker, about men's height. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the moment men say, "Well, I don't like a girl that's two hundred and fifty pounds," 100%. 100%. we are going straight 
to but, hell. But the main difference is that we just can't no. Talk I can about agree it. with that. We still got our preference though. I think I think, yeah. I, I think like everyone has their preference, and we have we as a society have determined that we can shame people for their preferences, yeah. which I think is wrong. They're wrong. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but, like you, mm-hmm. but. But I can think you can state your preference with respect. I think that's yes. where the difference For is. For sure. Yes. But shame culture, which I just coined, I think, I don't know. No. <laughs> shame culture in in and of itself prevents us from just accepting ourselves as we are. It's like don't tell me about myself. Don't tell yeah. me that I'm short. I know like eventually you gotta come to terms with the fact that you're, you're short. short. Yeah. 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 You just gotta deal with that. And to make Jay's point, and it should be able to go the other way as well. Men should be able to say, well, I'm not really in the big girls like that. Like, be respectful. You don't have to be an asshole. But or the okay. to women who, it should be okay who to say use... It. Never mind. Heavy makeup. Y'all getting on my nerves with this not saying what you're going to say. <laughs> no, but you know, I agree. Yeah, I agree. You, could, you, could, yeah. you could be the kind that doesn't like a natural girl. You like girls like yeah. with weave and that that's your thing. Like that gets you going. That's okay. Yeah. That can be your preference. I've learned that in my entire life. I like, I like balance yeah. in almost everything. Yeah. I like a woman that has a great balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah a little a bit great of balance of when to use the makeup and when yeah, not to yeah, use yeah. the fucking makeup. Right. You know, and I think women probably had the same thing of uh, they like men who has a little bit of uh, alpha, alpha, like mask, yeah. like yeah. super aggressive, but, but not also th- kind and like Absolutely. caring. You know, like it's balanced for everyone. I don't know how we got on this topic. Who who won? What are we on? I like, think I won. You were doing a listener shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I go ahead and get into our main sim. Oh, shit. Let's get into the main sim. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? Remy, do you know what time it is? Zippers, do you know what time it is? Crank it. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Time for the main sip. The main sip. I said it's time for the main sip. The main sip. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Get your cup ready. Drink ready. Tea ready. Yes, yes, Just y'all. knowing somebody's riding with you no matter what. Yeah. And you really can't know that. Until you go through, until some-, through some stuff, you know. I don't want to go through this no more. Yeah, no, I yeah. don't either. Yeah. I'm going to get you back first, <laughs> and then... You're going to get me back. I think you got me back. <laughs> I think you... <laughs> I think we're good on that, okay? <laughs> All right, Zippers. Okay, that might, that's probably true. Mm. What are we talking about today, L? What are we, we talking about? We are talking about, about unconventional relationships. Unconventional relationships. This is a, a topic we've done already, but we decided to remix it, redo it this new year. What's one of our beginner topics? Yeah, we did this back in October of 2018. Can you believe we've been doing that's RT crazy. number she ate for since 2018? What are we in 2020 right now? Oh my yeah. God, that's insane, two, bro. Over two years that we've been cheers, doing this. Sir. Cheers, cheers. I've loved every minute of it. I ain't saying all that shit, but no, I'm playing. It's been, it's been fun. Yeah, it's been good. Two years. Sometimes too, when, I, when I go back through some of y'all old episodes, I'm a little envious. I'm like, man, I wish I could have been a part of that. I know. It's been, okay, it's Jay's been good, sleeping man. on it. It's been a blast, low yeah. key. It's been, no, you know? it's, it's, it's been a good, it's been a good experience. Of course, as, as a, as, as producers of right. a show, we, we hope, we wish that we have, we would be further along. Yeah. In, in, in marketing 
and people knowing the Altino Shade brand. Speaking of which, if you are a marketing genius or you have, you know, marketing ideas, we would love to work with you. So hit us up at Altino Shade Podcast at gmail.com. That is not our strong suit marketing. Mm. You know, so we've we've really gotten by through word of mouth, so to speak. Word of mouth, paying um, for ads here and there, but to to Remy's point. We point, don't have like, like a full marketing plan and, and we're not consistent on it. We need like we need a little help. So it's been good. The initial the initial build of Altino Shade, man. We've had a good ass time. Yes. Sure. Y'all got a Twitter account? Yes. We do, but we don't tweet. Somebody got a tweet. Somebody I got know. But neither I mean, one of us are tweeters. Listen, uh, black Twitter is it's off the chain. Fun, so y'all, y'all become a part of black Twitter. See, the problem, okay, so the problem I'm for me. I'm scared of black Twitter. Because I, am too. I feel I like that. I don't fit in at all. No, it's not even like a fit in thing. I feel like the minute I go onto Twitter mm-hmm. and I really like discover black Twitter, I will not get out. Like yeah. I will be, I will be in, stuck in the, in the, in the, in the sad place. Like I will be there forever. Yeah. And I'm like, I got shit to do in my day. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? But you know, yeah. I mean, let's digress. Okay, sorry. Let's digress. Let's digress. I, yeah, I'm going to digress. So anyway, we're talking about unconventional relationships. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one of the things that kicked this off for us sippers, obviously, is the clip I played before at the beginning is Will and Jada Entanglement. talking about their red table conversation. And so we thought it would be a great idea to bring back yeah. the topic of unconventional relationships in 2018. Um, and I guess we can kick it off with just saying or asking. Well, let's just talk about Jada and Will. Let's like literally just talk about. Yeah, let's talk about for a second. What are, What are your thoughts about the whole situation? And, and, that, and, and let's not just let's let's not just focus on Will and Jada. Let's also include August in in, in the conversation. Well. I'm gonna say what I've been saying, and that's uh, can you really get? Because they've been married since 1997. Can you really get? past 20 years within a marriage without a little entanglement i, I don't mean, think so i mean yeah a little entanglement like it ain't it, like flirtations just interactions yeah. just almost cheating you know what i'm saying emotionally cheating yeah shit happens man 20 years 23 years is a long time to deal with a motherfucker i've i've I 23 years it. especially it's when you time. are yeah. that rich that beautiful Listen, that everything big of a celebrity that yeah. That my access. Longest, my longest relationship was eight years, and yes, there was some intense on both ends. You went <laughs> you know four years of no sex and eight years of relationship. I, I've been, God, I've damn. been out here, man. I've been living life. Let me tell you, a lot of been with it. <laughs> so, for those who don't know, he using. Remy's using the word entanglement. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the Red Table yeah, interview? Yeah, obviously, everyone watched everyone the freaking Red Table. And part of me thinks it's it. so much marketing. It's and, beautiful and marketing. marketing. And it's and literally broke Facebook Watch. They have the highest yeah. rating, but Facebook Watch that has ever happened, which means that they have so much power right now yeah. with regards to what they can demand from Facebook. Yeah. Because yeah. And so, wait, 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 wait. Could you imagine if this was like a. Literally a marketing just plan? a marketing st- No, exactly. I think it's it could be. Alcina is literally dropping his An album. album. So you think... And it could be something with and she brought it to Red Table. table she would be Will stupid Smith. not to. I yeah. think I think it was a response. I think August dropped it because of his album. 
Yeah. And I think it'd be stupid not to. This whole time he's had the ability to talk about it and he's never Four talked years, about it. Yeah. And now when he's bringing his album yeah. out is when he all of a sudden wants to talk. Those things don't yeah. happen by coincidence. And he kind of faded for a little while. Like I haven't heard him yeah. on the radio in a while. And so I, th- and then I think in response that Jada and Will are both freaking smart yeah. and was like, well, this is clearly what everyone's talking about. Yo. We at least need to capitalize on this. I'm, I'm so excited that they did that. Like, I, yeah. I love like, the visibility. I love the like, transparency. It feels like shit like this happens and then it just kind of like fades away because nobody's actually talking about the truth. Like if August Alcina comes out and says something that is his truth, mm. she could have just left it at that and be yeah. like, I'm never talking about this. I'm just going to ignore it. She could have just denied it. Time. Yeah, she and then just, it would have just which, been the denial. Which, which there was an alleged uh, denial that came out from But she said it wasn't yeah. from her. From so, her. Like, so like for like what a week or something like that, we were believing, oh, August is either full of shit or I believe him. Like, th- there's like there's a conflict there. And then Jada just came out and was like, yeah, that's well, let's go. True. Let's go back for a second. Remy used the word entanglement. Okay. So if you did, if you did not watch the interview, Will Smith asked Jada. He said, "What happened, Jada? What happened? Tell oh, tell us so what funny. happened." And and Jada went to this whole because explanation. Was, I love that he said. I I thought he was a great interviewer he was great. Yeah. because every he was so Will is so such a good. Person. Oh my god! Because every time she kept trying to skate from like just being plain about yes. it, like be you know she's kind of like hippie, you know. So she will yeah. use like entanglement instead of like we were fucking. Like, Which you know, so, we, so, we all do. Yeah. So like nobody can just we I'm all like, divert yeah. when it's we're like, in an uncomfortable. Yes. Like if I if I think a girl is like fat, I'm not gonna say I think you're fat. I'm yeah. she's a big girl. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we're gonna tone our language down and so we don't wanna be hurtful for no reason. Jada right. was going going around in circles about what it was and she said she, she got into right she said she got into an entanglement yeah. with August, what she called him Aug. And then Will said what happened, Jada? Say what really was. And he so he kinda forced say her to say is. what happened. Yeah. She said she was in she got into a relationship. With August Alcina, yeah, while they were separated, it was a relationship. Yeah. And so, um, personally, I I feel I feel a little sad for the Smiths, Mister Mrs. Smith, because I would hate to have to have a life where Demanded my personal that. life has to be out in public like yeah. that. Wow, right? That sucks. But I, to your point, I I am glad that. They brought it to the forefront yeah. and and talked about it to a certain extent. Yeah. And I like that Jada did not discredit what August said. Right? Nowhere in the interview did she say that he was telling a lie or that he wasn't yeah, true. She you know, to it fully. You know, except, and didn't discredit him except at all. Except the whole thing about Will giving permission. That was yeah. yes. They didn't necessarily sit down and have a conversation where he was right. like, because he's because they didn't need. Because he didn't need to give her permission because they were separated. Right. So that's a question to the table. J- J- that's some, that's that's just like black women should just say like you ain't had to give me permission for shit. Right. <laughs> that's what she said. And she I said and she said look you can't you only only person who, who could give me permission was myself. Yeah. Right. About it. So damn I forgot the question I was going to ask. It was. A, bad, I know. Damn Remy. It's one of those things that I do. Do um, you think? Do we need permission to, to cheat on our people? <laughs> I think I think too. No, well, in a marriage, no. the idea is that the reason that it that that even came out, the reason August made that a, a thing, is because the idea is that he's doing he was whatever the gold he's digger. doing with with Jada Pinkett. How to, everybody's gonna be like, well, what the fuck? What the fuck was Will 
doing. And, you know, he has to allude to the idea that Will yeah. didn't have an issue with it. August's perspective was like, listen, people are looking at me crazy because everybody loves Will Smith. Yeah. And I'm people think that I'm a homewrecker. Like, I am, like, doing something <clears throat> with his wife. When, like, that's not really the situation. Like, he knew what was they, up. They were broken up. Like, people keep yeah. saying that Jada cheated or whatever. But according to the, this conversation that they have, they were not in a space where they were together. So, they were. So, so who, who knows what the fuck. So, that was the question I was going to ask. Yeah. In a space of separation, mm-hmm. whether it's marriage or in a relationship, right? Let's right. say you agree that we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. We're separated. Is what someone does. During that space of separation, considered a breaking of vows or cheating. I think it really, I think it's an interesting perspective, right? Because you have to determine what creates a marriage for you. For some people, it's the legal legality of it, right? It's like getting the, you know, the certificate. So then if if marriage, if the definition of marriage to you is being legally, you know, connected to this person, then your marriage doesn't end until you've had a full separation, a full divorce, right? Mm. Um, and so, you know, in that perspective, yes, you would have been cheating. But if marriage for you is more of an emotional thing, like you guys have gotten married together and mm. you guys have made that commitment to each other, yeah. and then you guys have unilaterally determined or not, you know, together have determined that you have broken this vow that you've ha- taken place with each other, then that is the point in which it ends. Mm. I think. Yeah, for, so it depends. I think for me, I think. It's only cheating if the other partner is not aware of what's happening. Yeah, it's true. Because right? unconventional relationships, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So if we've talked about it and we are separated and we we have a discussion that we are separated, then I think it's free game to do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. Only people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, and do so, we think Will knew what was happening? I do. it kind of seems... No, like Will knew what was happening. But no, low He knew that she might be doing something. Did he know that she had a relationship with August? Kind of seems so. like I think so. This information came out for him. Well, I mean, of course, no. he, had, he had to. He know. He know. He, know, he said this. This is years ago for him. Yeah, he but, knew. He knew. There's he, no way he didn't know because they were all he, taking pictures at, at war ceremonies. She was like, she went as his date to a uh, the BET yeah. Awards or something. And they, they were not. They were not hiding it. Him, she, no. She it, it, you will, motherfucker. You don't take someone as your date no. like on a BET sure. no, 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 award. No. But but okay. So the whole story, even of how it even led up to this, was that he sort of like got pulled into the Smith family for a while for the, for the emotional healing. therapy. So they had a relationship outside of just what what. Yeah, I think there's some predatory to. behavior, low key, about Jada. Yeah, to a degree. But, but but even if you exclude, if it was purely no issues, mm-hmm. stuff like that can still happen, and Will can still be none the wiser, saying she's helping him with his healing or his spirituality. I think maybe in the beginning he didn't realize, but I think, yeah. uh, you know, while it progressed, I think at some point it became too apparent. Yeah, there's no way that he did and not I, know this for today, know. To, like last, because as of last he, week. He not only, then, but no, did he know before it came out? But not okay, only, so. but at this point when it, they were doing it, there was, uh, the rumor market was going crazy. So if he didn't see it in himself, he would have seen the headlines at least tipped him up to something that he should be looking at. And they're separated, he would have, he would have put yeah. the two together. So in that case, you have to look at it as somewhat of a betrayal. If he did not know that she had an involvement with this person, no, because okay, so there's be rumors out that he was at that time with Margie, with Margie, R- R- some person, whatever, he was the, doing his thing. What's his name? The Joker's girlfriend. I don't know her name. Who's the Joker? 
You know, uh, Joaquin Heath Phoenix. Ledger. Um, no, no, no. The Joker, the actual Joker. Um, the, the, the Joker, the in character. Real life. The character. <laughs> oh, the uh, character. Harley Quinn. You're Harley about. Quinn. Harley whoever Quinn. her name is, Margie Rabot, um, who who plays Harley Quinn. Yeah. There is rumors that at that Margot time, Robbie. Margot, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Thank you. He was dating Margot Robbie. So, yeah. it, I mean, I think the interview makes it clear that neither one of them were. There was multiple entanglements happening. Okay. Well, here, well, here's the thing. Let's bring it full circle here. Unconventional relationships. Right. Will and Jada for a very long time. The rumors were they that they had an open relationship. relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't think any was any of us are surprised by that. But what are your thoughts on an open relationship? Okay. Not Will and Jada, well, but an open relationship in general. Oh, um, I think. So you you know what I'm always saying, and that's that marriage is trash. Yes, that, but but just like Black Lives Matter doesn't just necessarily mean only Black Lives Matter. What I mean when I say that is, traditional marriage as we've defined it up to this point is trash yeah. because marriage has not evolved with the way that hu- human beings have evolved in society. I agree. So I feel like there's things we need to redefine, and then when there's so many rules that we hold hold other people to as far as how they function in their marriage. Yeah, and it, it should be okay to you know. Ha- not necessarily okay, but depending on that dynamic, because also keep in mind, this isn't the first uh, entanglement that we've seen in like a, a public black right. relationship. Mm-hmm. Like lemonade was a thing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that was like, that was a whole thing in that. This stuff happens and it's up to them to figure out whether they can work past it or not. And it should be, it should be, there should be room for that, I guess. You okay. I mean, like, in in Jay and Beyonce's case, I think that was a little more savage. Like that, that was probably more of a betrayal because you know Beyonce literally voiced her opinion about that, but they worked past it. In Will and Jada's case, they were they decided even though they were going to stay married, they were not together. Right. You know in that, I mean? that in that space, in that space, there was communication. Yeah. Communication was there that we it was are not co- it was doing our firmly thing communicated that they were not like they said they were broken yeah. up. They Will were no like, longer together. They were no getting more. a divorce. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, let's I mean, go back to unconventional relationships. Yeah, I think that's where it comes down to. I think it's so interesting that we as a society, we always are looking at other people to help determine our own limitations, our own boundaries. And we all do it, right? Mm. Like if you are with somebody and they do something weird romantically or you're like, am I tripping? You you, you reach out to your homegirls or your homeboys be like, yo, am I tripping or are they tripping, mm. right? Like mm. natural. But we use that advice and we kind of use it as a... Um, we use we put too much weight into it, right? Yeah. Each relationship, just like every person, is unique, yeah. and so what might work for A is not going to work for B or C. And yeah. so I think we have these really like set goals of like what relationship needs, what a guy needs to do, what a girl needs to do, how they need to interact with each other, and I don't feel like that is really a thing i think yeah, you have to for determine sure. for yourself what yeah. you're comfortable with like have you been in an open relationship i have yeah. and it was fine you know but it wasn't something that was for me in the long term mm. and so you just have to determine what's good for you and what's yeah. not and in that situation i was the one who start, who, who said like i think that we should yeah i think be in an open relationship i think relationships to remy's point have evolved yeah. over time but we've been trying to fit it into a certain box personally I would not want to start off my relationship in an open relationship no I would want to be able to establish a very solid foundation mm-hmm. between me and another person 
And then through the involvement of a relationship, if she came to me or even if I came to her and say, look, what are your thoughts on this? I I would like to be able to have that conversation. And I, I would personally be open yeah. to the idea of an open relationship if we've established a very solid foundation of the friendship or the basis of stuff, right? Right. Yeah. I I think people take it, uh, this sense of ownership over the partner they with. Yeah. It's like, this is, you're my man. You're my woman. I own you. You own me. Which is okay if that you know? is what both of you are comfortable with, right? Yes. Because some people want to own it. It's so, true. I, I'm just, Bob is not, I'm personally not against an open relationship. I mm. think it's, or a polyamorous relationship, right? right? Yeah. Um, thinking about unconventional relationship, but I, Can I'm okay with it. Can we talk about the difference between polygamy and polyamory? Well, as far as go ahead, start it. So polygamy is you know one man having multiple partners. Is it just man one man? It couldn't be one woman. Mm-mm. Okay. Polyamory is either partner being able to have multiple partners. Mm. So that's the difference. And it's communicated, it's right? Not like cheating. Yeah, it's not cheating. It, anything that says poly in front of it, it's a pure and clear communication between all parties that other people are going to be romantically involved. Yeah. You think you can handle being in a polyamorous? Absolutely, and and to be completely transparent, to be completely honest, I've actually been thinking about exploring a polyamorous relationship here lately because I, and believe it or not, they had the conversation on the red table talk about different types of relationships. Mm. I think we all would agree that one person would never be all of what you need, right? right. You accept eighty, you like eighty percent, and you accept the twenty percent. Mm. I've actually been thinking about you know what, I would be okay being in a, in a polyamorous relationship with someone, as as long as and you still have to have rules and expectations around it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could be in one because I understand that somebody might, we might have a deeper uh, connection because of our conversation, yeah. our mental capabilities. And I might have a stronger sexual chemistry with this person. Yeah. And I think different people give you different things you need based again our last week's episode of soul connections or soulmates yeah. like p- different people come in to give you different things right so yeah i could be in a polyamorous relationship do I, would, would i want to start off that way hell no yeah i couldn't start well, off that way i would like to argue against you a little bit about that because technically in in the dating phase that's what you're that's where you start, you start I, I agree it's like yeah. it's basically like it's a, true that's uh, true would you remy would you be able to do a polyamory or polygamous relationship i don't think i could at this age i think i'm way too selfish now but i think i think if i if i put it in 20 years and i've i, I know this person front to back and it might get, get to the point where you know 20 years of, of having sex with the same person you might feel like Maybe it's time we stepped out and did our own thing for a little while. But mm. I still love you and I still appreciate you. I still uh, want, want you in my life. I don't want to let you go. You're the mother of my kids or whatever. Um, but sexually, I think we should probably explore something else. And if we can agree on that, I think I'd be down for it later. I, don't, I can't do that now. Like, I, I mean, I, I think you got to put in time with, with somebody to be able to have that level of trust and care. care I mean, like, I think the way we care about people when, it, when things start out and when la- relationships are young... It centers around what you, it centers a lot around selfishness and what you want for your life. And mm. then I think after you've been with somebody for a long time, like w- what I love that Will and Jada talk about is that they have a life partnership and 
I want you to do what you need to do in order to make yourself happy because that's not my job anymore. I can't yeah. make you happy. And I'm going to do what I need to do to make me happy. So if I actually care about your happiness and I don't feel like I can give you everything that you need, I'm going to let you do whatever you need to do in order to be happy. That's what I love about their relationship. And that's why I feel like, you know, it's, it's probably one of the strongest relationships that we're going to see out here because it's I so real. I think like the complete opposite. I think their whole relationship is terrible. Well, and hey. I think it's not strong at all. I think it's two people who are hanging on for the sake of hanging on. Yeah. But like they joked about it. But as they joked about it, they were like, this is true. They, yeah. you know, we ride together. We die right, together. Right. Bad right. marriage for life. Yeah. Yeah. And then they laugh. But then literally Jay goes, but it's true. She yeah. says that, but it's true. And right. he goes, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you guys are great. You writ out 23 years of being really unhappy with each other. Like, I'm not going to give you a, 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 a trophy for that. Yeah. You know well, they I mean? didn't say they were really happy. I think like any relationship you have, you're a great moment. No, they're joking about times. having yeah. a bad marriage for life. Yeah. Like, I mean. Well, no, they were saying if you have a bad marriage, you, you, you go, if it is, then you're going to figure it out. Like well, I, they've talked about this before that their life partners is not even about a marriage. Yeah, and I'm okay. Like I yeah, but I like, would rather literally saying the opposite because the whole point that they you know, they're saying that August and Jada had this entanglement was when they had decided to break up like when they were like completely broken up and they were getting a divorce. And so No, the, it didn't say divorce, it well, just said done. That they they were completely done with each other. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's and, you know, they're. Do we know when, when this was? Four, it's been three to four like, years ago. Four years ago. Four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like 2016. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, I don't, I, I don't look at Will and Jada's. I look at Will and Jada's relationship is real. I think it's a really real relationship. I love the transparency of it, but I, I don't look at them as goals. But I also don't think that you should be having relationships. Well, I like, think I think everyone has of different looking at other goals. People's relationships. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But I think yeah. everyone has a different aspect of or, or uh, idea of what relationship goals are. Yeah, and I think that Will and Jada, from the outside looking in, like I think all relationships. You're gonna have moments where you're like, damn, this shit ain't working. Yeah. You know what I mean? You and you listen, take a step back. If you take a step like you take a step back and you listen to the you, you kind of ignore some of the like listen to the, the conversation between Jada and Will, like in between the big heavy stuff. And it's clear to me that they both have had multiple entanglements. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. and that the clip, I, the clip I played was part of that. Yeah, and yeah. also yeah. that like and not they, even entanglements. That's not called entanglement. Yeah. They have multiple affairs. situationships or yeah, affairs, affairs or relationships. Yes, and that they also don't get along with each other to the point where like they're breaking up with each other on a uh, constant. No, I didn't no. get that feel. I didn't yes, get that feel. Will was like, no, who was like, no, I was done with you, and she, and she said, "There's been so many times where I've done things where I realized, like, you know." most people would walk away and you luckily like didn't yeah. when she was kind of going into that whole conversation it was clear yeah. that they have they've had a toxic or a provoked you know relationship where things have happened you know but isn't that the beauty of what's missing in today's dating that's, though is the ability like to work dynamic. through the shit that you got going on like well, i salute them for for working through whether it's affairs or not and figuring out what works for them. Yeah. Like, I would much rather, as far as we know, Will looks completely happy. Jada looks completely happy. So if that was works for them, no, I agree. that's fine. I agree. And, and so I wish that more people would work through this shit and not just 
be like, oh, I got married. We're married for three years yeah. and being done with it. What, what, you I, know? what I like about it is that it, it, it gives them more options to figure out how to make something work aside from the thing that we do that focuses on the idea of traditional marriage because stepping because they don't have a traditional marriage stepping at all. outside of that marriage and you know maybe getting a little something on the side for the sake of your sanity and like that that's like ultimately that's a betrayal of traditional marriage mm-hmm. but from their perspective they don't look at it at that mm-hmm. as the betrayal that's that's how you stay healthy in your environment if that's what you felt so like you needed. there's like a rumor that this is really them cleaning things up that they were mm. having an open relationship and that they weren't actually really broken up. That that like what August said was actually you know or implied was real. That literally yeah. Will gave him the permission. heads up or permission because they were not broken up. They were in a an open relationship and they just don't want to admit to it. What? And so that the spinoff is that they are you know they were broken up and that's why it was permissible, right? How do you guys feel about like? open relationships in general like you know what i mean do you think that it's something that human beings can really do absolutely it depends on the person i think it does i, I, can't do it I think right it now. does depend on the person yeah however i'm a very open-minded uh individual and i've been in, in many different situations and i personally again with a solid foundation i will be okay with certain things as long as we both are allowed to do the same thing. Right. It can't be, this is what you can do yeah, and I can do. That's going to be a problem for me, right? Yeah. But if we are both on the same page and we can do what we do, but we have understanding that we are in this together, yeah. then absolutely I could be in it. I mean, I, I think open, I, I've been in an open relationship when I was younger. We were long distance. And honestly, it was not for me. Um, but I, and it wasn't for him. Who child, it was definitely not for him. And so... I think that there are, I mean, at some level we are animals that like, you know, we are territorial. Like there is something about having your special one, your special person, right? Um, and so we looked at open, when you look at open relationships, people just assume that both people can do, but there are different types of like unconventional relationships. Like, have you ever thought about like having another person added to your couple? What is that the called? A trifold or what is it called? A tr- what is that considered polyamorous? Yeah, that's polyamorous. It's, po- it's a polyamorous relationship. Like mm-hmm. how do you differentiate you, us both having multiple separate partners versus a sharing partners? Poly. Of, so if it's polyamory or polygamy, it would be with everyone kind of knowing what's up and like mm-hmm. kind of being integral into it. Versus if it's an open relationship, you guys are kind of doing, that's how I've interpreted it, is that you guys are both doing your own separate things outside mm. of each other. Mm. I think it's probably different, different definitions for it. For sure. I, I I don't know. I just think, I think I'm glad to see that the definition of what a relationship is, is evolving and becoming more acceptable. Mm. But to your, to your point or your question of uh, Will and Jada, like, I don't think that. No, that was my question. My question was, have you thought about like a, adding a third person? Like most people look at open relationships where you have two separate, you know, two individuals doing their own separate thing. <laughs> but some relationships, yeah. like if you if you've ever been on Tinder, you'll see couples on there yeah. who are looking for yeah. a girlfriend or a boyfriend. They're looking for a I third. Don't, I don't ever. I don't ever want to fuck a third wheel. Like so, for me, um, and we already touched briefly on this, but like I don't want to. But it depends on the situation. 
it, wouldn't you you could potentially fall in that in an open relationship too because you're you could be having a dry spell with other people while your significant other is mm-hmm. you know on fire absolutely which would cause you to be a third person that's what happened in our situation yeah i i think it comes back down to communication i think mm-hmm. it comes down to at the end of the day no one wants to feel like they are getting left getting forgotten about right that emotionally that you're not there for me you can go and do your thing but always come back home yeah right home is me mm-hmm. like so regardless of what you're doing like i'll be okay with it like i'll be okay with it if that's my intent right like if it's not my intent like i don't want to just open it like a lot of people are in, are in open relationships they don't, even, they don't even know it they're not in open relationships they're getting cheated on that's yeah. a difference same thing though well, like it's not the same thing that's the same thing they're getting cheated on if we both on, agree but... then it's an open relationship like that's what I was saying like, people can't shame Jada because her husband Will knew about it he didn't it. get cheated on no yeah, he, he didn't get, get cheated, cheated on. on at all you know like people are like poor Will I'm like they had an understanding that's the difference between an open relationship and cheating like both people need to have an understanding of what's happening yeah. I, th- I think uh, the slippery slope with you know, an unconventional relationship like that where like I have other partners outside of you and then you have other partners outside of yourself is what if things get to a point where this becomes more important to me than you. And that's a slippery slope. Absolutely. Where home is anymore because I like this over here better and I feel like I could probably have something more. Yeah. Like it's, that that's that's scary to me. That's the thing about let's let's talk about the cons of like having multiple people or multiple parties in your relationship or having just a, a different relationship, right? Is that in in those kind of respects you can't you can't negate the fact that feelings are uncontrollable essentially to some level, right? And so you could be having intimate reaction or relationship with someone and catch real feelings, and you don't you you never know if those yeah. feelings are gonna supersede the feelings of the person that you're actually you know with it's true it's true you so know ne- it's always it's that. like like what's behind court curtain number four yeah right you never know what is going to develop so you do risk that which is why i think that regardless of whatever type of relationship you have whether it's a a heterosexual relationship or a uh, uh some type of lgbt relationship open relationship you ha- you still have rules that work for your relationship you have ha- you have to have some kind of understanding yeah right and then when, if that understanding is broken that's then where the- that's where it's like okay like this is not what we signed up for this is not what we agreed to yeah we agreed to to this and you develop this so now we need to reevaluate mm-hmm. the situation either we need to pull back yeah and just focus on just us or we need to go our separate ways. Or you decide if that's okay with you. Yeah. Right? Um, in your ideal world or in, like, the future, do you suspect that it'll be, like, people will be living in, like, groups or, you know, tripods or polygamy or polyamory? Or do you think that monogamy still will be the most um, acceptable form of relationships? I think monogamy will always be the number one type of relationship because that's what's been preached. That's what's been taught. That's what we know. Mm-hmm. And I think more, most people will never be comfortable admitting. I think a lot, I think a lot of people actually want to have a more freedom in a relationship, but are unafraid to explore it because of what people may think or how people may perceive it to be. Right. 
Um, but I do think that there will be more people in polyamorous relationship. Not polygamy. I think polygamy is from personally from a selfish state. Like yeah. it's for one person right. who is kind of in control right. of the situation. Where yeah. versus polyamorous is what it allows men and women yeah. to be the so quote unquote the focal point mm-hmm. of the relationship, and you build outside of that for different reasons for different different things. Yeah. So I do think polyamorous relationships are going to be more acceptable as we get old as we get older. Not even so more so for our generation up. I think the younger generation is more so pushing this. And I just think Will and Jada have been the most in front, high profile profile of it, right? And I'm sure there's probably a a lot of other celebrities Mm -hmm. out there who have these different types of relationships. But we don't know about it. Just human beings. In general, absolutely. You know, there's multiple... Open relationships are not as uncommon as I think people think, or like yeah. just unconventional relationships yeah. aren't it's as uncommon as we think. I think that we all kind of play to like the Barbie and Ken syndrome. Where yeah. We all kind of the play Romeo to, and Juliet syndrome. Yeah, we all play to one thing, and that's what it is. But I think uncommon relationships are way more common than you know we subscribe to as a society. Yeah, I have. I actually have a but friend. I don't know if it's for the good or for the bad. I have a friend. I think it's. I think it's. For the good, based on the person and that per the people in that really relationship. Depends on who you are. Depends on who you right. are. If you know this is not your your style, then don't fucking do it, right? Yeah, and if it is, then like if you know that you can you can do that without that being an issue. Yeah. But I think that the reason why we don't do unconventional relationships low key, I think, is because it's not so much like fear of other people; it's fear of the unknown. Your fear of yeah, open a Pandora's of, box. Yeah, you're open fearing of opening Pandora's box. You're fearing that like. Not that you're gonna find someone better, yeah, but that your significant other is gonna find someone better. Do y'all think we give Will and Will and Jada a harder time because they are black? If it was a white couple talking about this, would it be such a big deal? Uh, yeah, I, don't I think no so. White couples. I think if this was Brad and Angelina, it would be just as big of a deal, which, if not, yeah. bigger, if know, not bigger. Yeah, <laughs> which which actually broke my. I think it just matters to us because they're black. Yeah, you know, but yeah. I, I I think that the, I mean celebrities who are in a celebrity couple, you know, coming out with a, another celebrity R and B singer, yeah. like it's like all celebrity and fame thrown in together. Plus, like, can we just talk a little bit about how predatory it is a little bit because. August was introduced to Jada through her son. Well, he was like 24. He was 24, 25. It's still a little predatory. Like, and, and he was vulnerable. Well, was not vulnerable, vulnerable and that like, like she took it. Emotionally. Emotionally. It wasn't created. It, was, it didn't start from there. Like it started from like. And predatory is, I think it's too strong of a word, place. but I think it's like, um, like ethically immoral right well, is that like she he she was introduced through her son like that was her son's friend yeah and i'm just like it's weird for a mother to be dating yeah. her son's friend here's the thing though i guarantee august is the one that opened the door like, oh for sure like, he yeah. shot absolutely 110 shot his shot he was right. making moves you know what i'm saying probably crooning a little bit and you know and they were separated it, yeah they were separated spending a lot of time together in a, a, a fucked up place because yeah. Will wasn't necessarily, you know, having a, a good period in their marriage. So, yeah. like, she, if, we could say that they took advantage of each other. You yeah. know what I mean? She wasn't in a good space. Yeah, but I think it's still weird. I think, I mean, like, I, like, I don't think so. Because, no, I think in the same reverse. I think if a dad 
right? Um, Men and women are different. No, but I'm saying, right? And this was a post that was posted by a guy, and he, I, I had to agree, you know? Like, if a guy, if a father ended up um, dating one of his daughter's friends... It would Most, be a big issue. It, it would look be... At, look at Diddy. Well, it wasn't his friend, but... His, Lori Harvey, yeah. 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 It was considered, like, terrible. Yeah. yeah. But there, right? I think there's a reason And so... But th- I think that reason has to apply to both genders. Yeah. It can't be one way mm-hmm. or the other. No, I don't right? think so. I don't think so. Men, men are notoriously uh, sexual predators across the board. Yeah, and women w- are women also like sexual predators. Women don't prey on, on men like that. Not not. Oh. It's not. It's not as prevalent. I mean, let's not compare sexual pred- predatory yeah, accusations. We're talking about we can, advances, though. right? Yeah. As much as you're trying to knock on the door, someone has to open it, right? So Jada opened that door. In the same reverse, if you're you know, if if it's your if it's if it's a guy who's dating your you know friend, imagine that like your dad dating you and your friends yeah. terrible. You don't know if it's the, nasty, if your friend was like <laughs> the one who's the aggressor. Your friend yeah. could have been the aggressor yeah. to your dad. Yeah, it could have been that way. I've had friends who thought my dad. Was and let's attractive. be let's be real. Let's be real for, for a minute. When you are going through a breakup. Mm-hmm. You're hurting. You're you're trying to figure out what's going on, and someone comes into your life with giving you quality time. You having these deep conversations. It's not even a it's breakup. Easy. It's easy. The fact that he was breaking up with her, so she was in a rejected space. Yeah, and so it's easy to, yeah. to fall okay. into that okay. space. So. so then it'd be like if, say, Willow introduced um, Will to like her, and then they started a sexual relationship. Yeah, it would Will be. We have a problem. Yes. It would be weird as well, fuck. We think that it was predatory. Oh, I think a lot of people would th- probably think it was. Yeah, you know? because if you're if the introduction is based off of Willow's, like you came in as Willow's friend. Yeah. I, I I assume that if my parents were to my parents are together, but I, if they weren't together, I, but listen. if I bring a friend to my parents' house as my friend, yeah. I'm assuming that my parents are not gonna fuck up. I I and vice versa. There's no way in the world that I can ever attribute any attractive woman to being a predator. I can't do it. It's it's not to me it's not a thing. Typically predators are Yeah, but to people, me people that also No, but that like that's the assum- that's a terrible assumption. You want to know why? Because that's the same assumption that same underlying assumption that they have for uh, attractive men saying attractive men can't rape, right? No, because no, 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 no but no, women. listen. I'm only saying women. But listen, only women. but like it's the same like concept though, right? It's like you're so attractive, you don't need to okay. do that, therefore yeah. you well, won't do that. Okay, However, so. that's completely untrue because a lot of that is a power dynamic right so if you're a predator you can be a fine ass woman and be a predator because it's a power dynamic it's not about attraction but but that's the thing i think i think we can automatically attribute it to that based on our limited knowledge of the situation but if jada wanted some mature uh Dick outside of Will Smith, she, she got it. She, she got get it wherever she, she wanted. I agree with that. Have to prey on August. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't, but I don't think she. Thing. But I don't think she Woody prayed Allen on August. Didn't though. have to go and what date I mean, his stepdaughter, but he did. What like, I mean to say is, it's more likely that August was more of a predator in this situation than she could have been. More I, the I aggressor, like, not like the predator. I feel like he would have had. He really would have had to press her to the point where this is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Right, but that's yeah. all an assumption. That's all an assumption based on how she looks. Yes. Which is an inappropriate premise. I, I disagree. Because I, I you, think, you're I assuming think... that if you're good looking, that mm-hmm. you people will automatically are, are automatically coming to you. That's mm-hmm. the same premise that people say that attractive men can't rape. It's... So going back to unconventional relationships okay. and Will and Jada, my the thing I disliked about the 
the interview, and you can tell me whether or not you think it's true or not with, with Jada, is she said that um, her and Aug, he called him Aug, had not talked in years, mm-hmm. but yet she had just had him on the Red Table Talk a year prior. Interesting. So, so what's the truth about it? That's like, I'm, like, I don't assume I, I, I want to say transparency because I love that they talked about it but then at some point I realized like how much how lucrative that 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 red table talk was yeah. and then there's some discrepancies like that where I'm like I don't think that they were as transparent as they want us to believe I think it was or maybe or maybe when they recorded the episode maybe that was years prior because the all the august the august alcina that was in that interview at the red table versus the one that was sitting in front of angela yee but he's like, looked like two something. different people he has an autoimmune disease oh does he yeah uh, okay that's why he was sick that's why people mm. were saying it's a little predatory because he was mm. really sick because he has an autoimmune disease and so but I, I'm not saying that she was predator. I don't think I don't think she's a predator. Mm. I think that she made some predatory decisions. So who truth do you who who do you believe? I don't believe we know the truth, and I don't believe we'll ever know the truth, and I don't believe we have a right to know the truth. I don't think we have a right to know right? the truth either. But I, I don't think that we have the full I, like things like comments like that where you're just like. Wait, how can you have them on Red Table Talks a year before? And Red Table Talks are, are pretty much like recorded within the same time frame. They're, I feel like there yeah, are anyway. They are, yeah. And so you can't say you haven't talked to him in like three or four years, but you had you talked to him like you had to at least you at least had a conversation with him on Red Table Talks last yeah. year. Yeah, I, that to me seems like they probably had an agreement that they weren't necessarily going to talk about whatever it is they went through during that period. You know, yeah. They, probably squashed it for the most part and then here he came in an interview like well da, 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 da. I do think that he was in the wrong though like he he has every right to, to hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on yeah he has every right to speak his own truth yeah, his truth right however you have not talked about it at all and if they had an agreement I think he was wrong to speak on it in that light but he did say he told them it was coming. Yeah. But if you haven't talked about it, why talk about it now? You know, you know? I have ping ponged back and forth between whether or not, or not I thought August was in the right. And I think I've landed on the fact that he was because he's yeah. speaking the truth of his That's own his situation. And just like the same way I originally was like, oh, he knew what he was getting into. He was yeah. messing with a married woman. She might have been separated, but they were still married. Yeah. But in the same token, as a married woman, you start stepping out on your husband or you start stepping out on the person that you're married, you're legally married to. You also are taking on that same risk mm-hmm. that, you know, that would right. be exposed. So you guys are both taking that same that same exposure risk. Yeah. And so at some level if august felt the need for him to speak about his own experience i don't want to deny a person to speak truth yeah yeah he, he should always speak his truth i think personally personally i would personally not. i would not want to i i would if i if i had been in that situation i think personally and and if, if just, i was healed yeah right and angela asked me that question i'm like look Yes, there were things that happened, but I don't want to speak on that out of respect for the, the dynamics. He was like, he said he loved, look, I love Will. Mm-hmm. I love Jada. I'm not trying to bring any kind, of, any kind of harm. For me, I would end it right there. Yeah. Because there was no, there's no need to bring it up to, to create. Because you know the moment you say these words, it's going to disrupt their lives. Yeah. And I don't think that is fair to the people you claim you love. But that's 
hard right. because like you're operating in the sense that he needs to you're saying he needs to operate in the sense where he has to care about their feelings when you don't necessarily know if they're operating in a way that they're taking in, into consideration his own but clearly they clearly they were operating in a sense they were they were not publicly make him a victim because they Jada didn't speak on it Will didn't speak on it yeah they decided after the fact because I think at some level I, I think they were so blatant about it that if if Jada denied the relationship I think August especially the way he's clapped back on Kiki yeah I think August was ready with receipts you know and the fact that he brought her as a date and award I don't think that they yeah. were really trying to be that like incognito well, they, yeah I don't it. think they were trying to be incognito you know? either and so I think that they had to kind of take that stance. I don't think that you could have, I don't think you, you, you could have not addressed it at all, but then that would have been a marketing miss moment for them. I have a friend who's in the open relationship and what I love about their relationship is that when they, when they're out and about and partying and he's interested in a, in a woman, he will grab that woman, mm-hmm. bring her over to his wife and be like, this is such and such. Blah 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 blah. So there is no. This is my wife. Right. There is no misunderstanding of the situation, yeah. and it's always out of respect. And I talked to him. I'm like, man, how did you get to that point? He's like, Jay, it's been hard fucking work. How old is this? Coming? He said, fifties. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm gonna start. You know, but <laughs> but you just, you but probably, I don't I don't know when they started. I just yeah. know this is the age now is now. I, I feel and, like, man, your maturity level gets so so. I just think by, you. I just think you 50, get to. A, I think you can work I, it out. No, I think honestly, I think you get to a point where you realize that at the end of the day, if it's just about sex, yeah. then it's not bigger than my relationship. It, it doesn't have to be a big deal. Yeah, it has to be a big deal. And and, and and if you think about it, at the core, at the core of why people get pissed off about cheating. It's never about the sex, really. It's the betrayal. It's, it's the betrayal. Betray- it's a lack of loyalty. It's a lack of loyalty. It's a lack of me. The lying. It's, lying it's the and the trust. It's the distrust. It's, it's not the, the sex. Trust. It's not the sex. Yeah. It's the distrust. Because I can't trust you to say, to do what you say you're exact, going to do. That's exactly. What it comes down and so to when you remove it. You want to fuck homeboy, I'd be like, go ahead. Maybe, though. <laughs> Maybe. But Maybe. again, if, if you never had that conversation, and I think that's the, the one of the leading keys. To why people cheat is because they 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 aren't comfortable enough believing that if they express this to them to their partner yeah. Yeah. that their partner won't dislike them or want I to think divorce it's a greedy, them. You I know? think it's a greedy thing. I think when you cheat, it's a, you're coming from a very selfish place because you don't want to um, talk to your partner about it because you're yeah. in fear of them not wanting it exactly and yeah. not wanting to be with you because of it. But I feel like if that's truly what you want, then you need to find a partner who respects that. Right, and so that's what you need to look for. People get to have a choice. Absolutely. You know, like I see a lot of memes, and always guys are always like, "Women always say they want the truth, but can't handle the truth." No, we want the truth so that we therefore can make a decision about how we want to move forward. You know yeah. what I mean? We have a right to decide that is not for us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Same thing with everybody else, and so. You know, when you decide to broach that topic or say that this is something that you want or you're interested in, the other person has the right to say, hey, sounds good Mm -hmm. to you, Mm -hmm. but that's not something I'm comfortable with. Either we decide on not doing it or we decide that this is the time we part ways. But 
just the same way you want them to respect what you want, you have to respect what they want. And we're talking about needs here. Like if you need to date outside, some people feel the need. I really do feel like that some people are not monogamous in nature Mm. and they need other people. In the same way that you might need other people, that person might need monogamy, right? And so the same way you honor and respect your needs, you need to also honor and respect the needs of the person you're with. And, And by doing that is by giving them honest and open communication about what you're needs are and how they're being met great i got a question for y'all mm-hmm. have, have either of y'all ever entangled well she already been and she's been in the, in the open you mean cheated yeah, no, no, oh i mean cheating yeah, cheated. no i haven't cheated never cheated this is a weird question personally i feel like that i have never cheated Okay. Right, <laughs> but somebody else. No, no, but listen. It, it, what does that mean? I'm about to explain. Ooh. I'm about to explain. You got ahead because claim it. people have different definitions of what cheating is. What's your definition? My definition of cheating is if I if I cannot tell my partner what I've done, then it's cheating. I've had a form of cheating. Yeah, right? So you're saying if you okay. and so and so in my experience, I I I had someone has sent me. A picture of the pussy in the DM mm-hmm. while I was in a relationship. All right, it was like towards the end of the uh, end of this relationship, and I. What did, was that unsolicited I, pussy pics? Was uh, that unsolicited? Yeah, I didn't ask for it. Right. Hold on, hold on. I'm not going to all that. I'm not going into that. I love getting them. Like I love getting them, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't reject it. I didn't say anything against it. Right. You just saw it in the I just talk. saw it, and I, I said, oh, that's a nice pussy. That's what I said. I hate you. <laughs> so it's a nice pussy. But I was in a relationship, right? Yeah. So this is happening like in, like in March, March or something. And towards the end, by, by this time, this was like maybe July, right? My, my, my woman at this time having a conversation, and she thinks that I'm cheating on her. Yeah. But I was just done with the relationship, mm-hmm. right? In my mind, I didn't cheat. I didn't do anything. I wasn't emotionally in involved i didn't know this woman you just made an offhand comment yes right or a response yeah so she wanted to go through my phone she wanted to see my phone she said, let me see your phone mm. okay sure here you go i don't have anything to hide mm. so she went looking she went looking for something of course she found this dm from something. march oh my god of this bitch. pussy pic oh my god Oh, this pussy pic of me that saying "nice pussy," yes, and she felt like because it doesn't feel like you don't really hear about women sending unsolicited pussy pics, right? Yes. And so the assumption is if she's sending it, it's because he's eating yeah, it, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. Like, and so in that moment, that was confirmation that I was cheating on her. Uh-huh. That I was emotionally cheating. But you hadn't. So, uh, but I hadn't. That's so that's like what I'm saying. The worst in my mind, I did not cheat, but in her mind, I cheated. Right, and so I have to respect that position of what of how she felt. So no, to answer your question, I've never but cheated based on personally your your definition. That information was never divulged. You never let her know that you received the pussy pic. No, I didn't. But I thought it was. But for me, it was like porn. Like for me, it's like porn. Yeah, it's like that, watching the TV. Like I don't, I don't tell my girl about the porn I watch. Yeah, but porn doesn't have like a, a email that you can talk right back to her and like if she's sending. Uh, excuse me, uh, well, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. They're not immediate, and they're not like it's not like an open invitation. To, to a woman point, sends you a pussy picture. It's an yeah. open invitation. Watching porn can't generate 
sex. Right. Whereas a pussy pick can lead to a sexual situation. Yeah. Yes. Technically it could. To a degree, yes. it opens the door. It could open the door. Well, well just, a woman is never sending you a pussy picture just to be like, oh, she's uh, and giggles, right? Yes, she is. Say, yes, they are. I yes, wouldn't say are. that you. I can send you one right now if you want to see it. I Always don't. Okay. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go so far as to say that you cheated, but I understand why she would feel betrayed. Absolutely, right. and I and I told I and I told her that I told her that I said I said I said look I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't cheat. I was one hundred percent. I said I understand nobody. your perspective. I was I was wrong. It was disrespectful. Yeah. I said I admit that I was. It was disrespectful. I said, but I don't think I cheated. I said, but I I respect where you're coming from. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so don't anyway, think you cheated, yeah. But I think it was a betrayal because I think in the reverse, like if a man sends her a dick picture, which is way more common, like unsolicited dick pics are way more common in my head. Right, and she was like, "Oh, nice dick!" Like yeah. you, would, <laughs> right? You would feel some type mm, of absolutely. way reading that, you know. Like, I think at the end of the day, I always tell people that if you want to be better at relationships, when someone comes to you and they say to you, "This is, this is how you made me feel," mm-hmm. and if you discredit, you can't discredit how your actions made someone feel. You have to own that. Yeah, you have to own that shit. You have to own that shit. But you know what? You're right. I can't discredit how my actions made you feel. Let me explain my perspective, though, yeah. from it. So Jay, yeah, Jay's a good dude for that because I think I think most dudes would be like, I, I didn't even ask for that pussy pic. I don't know nothing about that. They ain't had nothing. It to was an open invitation that I did <laughs> I not accept. <laughs> I did not accept. That was it. her. Hey, talk to her. She. You got to own man. But I also day, you think that's also a very privilege. I think men have a lot of privilege, and I think that's a very privilege because I for women like. Like, I was told as a young, you curve dudes the way you want your man to curve women, yeah. right? Because if he if he sees you not curving someone, like, in that way, it mm. becomes a problem. It yeah. becomes jealousy in your relationship. I'm glad you brought up the word privilege. Because I think for a man, a random pussy pick is kind of a treat. Whereas Absolutely. a dick pic for a woman is like a regular day at the office. Absolutely. So it's easier for y'all to curve something like that. Whereas for us, it's like, well, oh, can shit. I really not appreciate this? Oh, movie? shit. I'm you not, can appreciate who knows it, what I'm but you don't have again. to respond to it, right? True. So like, True. I've gotten True. some some unsolicited dick pictures while I've been in relationships. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know. Yeah. You cheated. Right? <laughs> but I would never respond to them. Like, yeah. it, like I would respond to the ones I didn't and now, like. And, I, now, and now, think about us on a basic level who we are and take it to the level of Will and Jada. You yeah. are Jada fucking Smith. Oh my God. And you are Will... Yeah. You know how much pussy and dick is being thrown at Just them every damn day? Unsolicited. Exactly. I bet you Will got a he he got a whole dude that he keeps with him to fucking get the women out of his hotel rooms before he shows up. Oh they God. just be there. Okay, I've I'll heard about that with like athletes and stuff like that. Like it's hard for an athlete to not cheat on the road because sometimes he'll just go to his room and, and there will be in, in the there. bedroom yeah. naked. Like this, like yeah. and so I have to the, deal with this now. Yeah. None of us, most of us, would never experience. The temptation of what that is. Yeah, to be at that and it's level. Not, and, and it's not. It's not. It's not giving them a free pass. No. Saying it's right. I'm just yeah. saying that. It's just different. It's, it's a different lifestyle. It's a different level of temptation when yeah. you're at a celebrity. Like not only yeah. you're a celebrity, but you're a celebrity with coin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 350 million dollars is like their, yeah. their 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 net total, and I'm like 350 million dollars, and you're attractive, yeah. and you're famous. Like that's. And it's not like you. And it's it's not like they're sleeping with ragamuffin people. Yeah. 
That's sleeping with other, other celebrities. All right, right. You know what I mean? But anyway, all right. So it's a very juicy topic. I think we could probably go on and on and on forever about it. But we will not. So, L, what we got next? All right, guys. We have unsolicited advice. Yo, well, let me give you a little advice. What? That. <laughs> All right, L, what do you have for advice? Okay, this is coming from Latavia. Latavia? I think I know Latavia. Okay, Latavia goes, what does this mean to you guys? I gave them a lot of attention and she's talking about a text message. So I'll mm. read the text message next. She goes, I gave him a lot of text messages. I gave him a lot of attention, meaning we talked on the phone at least three times a day for hours. I tried texting him, but he never responds. I always listen to him talk about his day and problems. If anything, it's me that don't get enough attention. I can't mm. even do homework without it being a problem. Can't go out and do things for fun, but he can do whatever. And plus, he's super friendly with females. It's mm. annoying. Because I feel like no matter how hard I try and how much I do, it's never enough. Mm. And the text message is him saying, nigga just wanted to be a love. I got to deal with this shit. This is why niggas be having side hoes. Mm. It, it, dude sounds controlling. Yeah. <laughs> that was my initial thinking of, of hearing, listening to that, is that he's very controlling. Um, he, he doesn't, or very narcissistic. He doesn't see that he is not appreciating what he has and what's being done, right? Yeah. Um, her love language is probably words of affirmation or appreciation and she's not getting that back. Um, yeah, I would be I would be bothered by that. I would be bothered by the fact that I'm doing a lot of things and all they do is complain, you know? I would actually, I approach it from a, like a different perspective. I just think they're incompatible. I don't think mm. he's wrong. I don't think she's wrong. But I just think that they have very different love languages, right? So he's mm. talking about he wants to be loved. So whatever reaction or whatever, um, however they're dealing with each other, he's not getting what he needs to yeah. feel loved. Mm. And so, like, and she's saying she's trying very hard. But, like, I say this to say because everybody thinks that they're trying hard sometimes when they're really not or they're yeah. thinking they're giving... You can be giving somebody a lot of something that they don't need yeah, and forgetting yeah. what they actually need. You know yeah. what I mean? And so in his text message, he says, I think he's just trying to be loved, right? Mm -hmm. I look at that to say, whatever you're doing or whatever is happening right now or whatever you mm -hmm. feel like is how you show love, is he's not receiving yeah. it that way. Yeah. And so it could be controlling or he could just be speaking his mind. And I say that because women say that too and then men are always like, oh my gosh, she's so whatever, needy. Mm -hmm. But it's not real. It's like they're, everybody has the things they need to feel appreciated and to feel loved. And unfortunately, not everyone can give that. And so I just think from them, they're incompatible or they need to have a really serious conversation about what he needs to feel loved and appreciated and what she needs. Because yeah. right now they're not talking the same love languages. They're not soulmates. They're not soulmates. On last episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so, relationships are so... It's so difficult. It would be so difficult, but I do think that it comes back to communication always. Yeah. And her love language is clearly not his love language, so they gotta figure that shit out. All right, last one, and it's short. So my boyfriend thinks that saying fuck you to things I say he doesn't agree with to be part of a healthy mm. dialogue in an argument, I find it extremely disrespectful. Yeah. The fight that ensued when I told him he couldn't talk to me like that has caused me to leave my house. Am I overreacting? 
Not at all. I not hate at all. this. Like I, one thing, I do not like for people that I'm dating to tell me to shut up. Like, yeah. don't tell me to shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely don't tell me. He's like, well, fuck you. I, I, I'm get. He's probably very nonchalant. Yeah. You know, he's joking, but those words obviously are a trigger. Yeah. That makes her feel disrespectful, disrespected. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would be okay with that either. Like, don't tell me. I, mean, I just think I feel like it's a ne- very negative. Words matter. Words matter. Words matter. And I think that's a very negative connotation to put it towards someone. I think we can get so used to certain language, especially if you like have a friend group that uses things. So like, bitch or fuck you yeah. or bullshit or like, sh- like even shit. Like shit is so, like it's even a curse word at this point. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Right? Because we can get really like over accustomed to it. So we assume that other people will be. And yeah. when you look at the actual basis of like what you're saying by saying fuck you, it's not good. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody takes it for what it actually means and it's, you know, and they don't appreciate it, you have to respect that. It's but hard. I don't believe in saying any curses during arguments with your significant other. Like I, I curse all the time, but like if I'm fighting with my man, I'm not cursing because I think it just, it creates a slippery slope of me being like you bitch ass nigga right so like I just don't I just take it all out yeah I've I've been in a situation where uh whenever we fought as soon as I said any any curse word Mm -hmm. that was the line for her it was like this conversation has gone to a place where <laughs> uh, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, wait a minute, I'm just, I'm literally just getting my my shit off because I'm I'm frustrated and this yeah. is how I talk. I, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, I don't like I know for me I know the line I know not to cross into calling names and saying shit like mm-hmm. fuck you. But for me it's like, well, what the fuck is going on exactly? I'll say something like that. Yeah. And as soon as she hears fuck, it's like, all right, this conversation has gone too far. I don't even want to talk to you no more. But see, that's the thing. This is the way I talk. We say that as if that is like a justification for the other person to accept that's yeah. how you talk. Yeah. Right? That, well, that's why I say it's, it's, like, it's a difficult dynamic because yeah. for me, it just feels normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it explicitly to be disrespectful, right. but she automatically takes it as disrespect. I think you have how to... How do we meet in the middle? You have to we, communicate in a way that the other... It depends on what you want to do, right? If you want to communicate in a way that the other person understands, mm-hmm. and the minute you say a curse word, they shut down. And as a woman, like, I have to say, like, I, that's my shutdown, too. The minute you start cursing, I'm, I'm over the conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, I've been been like beaten up by a guy before you know what i mean and so it becomes a trigger where you're just like wait a second you know yeah. what i mean and so but you have to appreciate that that's but also in the reserve though the reverse is i don't agree with a lot of way women talk to men or hit men yeah we don't talk about that I, well, you know what's funny is women that, hit the shit out of men all yeah, the time not, and not it's not, not a big thing that's, okay. that's, that's not even talking about how that's crazy to that's me. not even talking about how women think they are great communicators but they really aren't Ooh. great communicators that's a whole other situation i just trying that nobody's great communicators because men who think that they're great communicators are terrible too i'm a pretty good communicator at this point Always, great communicator. I, I was we, at, we know people who think they're great communicators or not. Absolutely, and, and you know what? Somebody gotta tell you. Somebody I've actually, you I've actually had the opposite effect of. I'm very, I'm very calm. Yeah. And I believe that I can have a conversation with you, mm-hmm. even in disagreement, just like we're talking right now. Yeah. And a lot of times, if someone does not understand the, that level of communication, mm-hmm. they take my calmness as disconnection, as disconnected or not caring. Yeah. And a lot of times, if someone's yelling, I'm just sitting there. Yeah. Like, why are you just sitting there? I'm like, because 
I'm not conversating with someone. I'm not conversing with someone who's yelling at me. Yeah. I don't even hear shit you saying right now. Yeah. So, so until you calm down until you can communicate, communicate in a way that I'm not I having a conversation it, we're not going to go anywhere with that and yeah. that's basically what it comes down to like if you're having a disagreement with someone you have to communicate in a way that they can receive what you're saying yeah. so it's like you can have the best argument with someone like the best side of the argument the most logical reasonable side yeah. however if you communicate it in a crazy way no one's going to take your side For you know sure, what yeah. I mean it's all about how you communicate and like yeah. I saw this really good meme it was like you've been at your job for 20 years and never had to cuss your birth, your your boss out even though they be on that bullshit mm-hmm. but you feel the need to talk to cuss out your significant other mm-hmm. it doesn't if you can show that you have restraint. composure yeah. and restraint yeah. and that you can take a steps outside of your anger then at work then you can do the same thing at mm-hmm. home and I feel like human beings we almost rely too much on the fact that we're animals or like the thing that makes us elevated is that we do have control over ourselves right we mm-hmm. have the mm-hmm. ability to control our emotions to a degree or to control at least our response to those emotions yeah. right and so we have these reactions where we're like oh we couldn't control ourselves no you absolutely yeah, 110% could because you show that at work. And even if you just take a step back when you feel yourself getting angry or getting bothered or getting ready to say something you should you should be able to one thing I love about President Obama if you pay attention to him when he first or when he speaks or when he's doing interviews he takes a second yeah. to talk before he says it. Mm-hmm. You can see that he's thinking about what he's about to say yeah. before, before he, he says, says it. it. And no, I think that's, that's, some, that's something that I always try to do. Like I, I was like I make I try to I try my best to not use words that may trigger yeah. other people. And so again, at the end of the day, it comes back down to communication. Yeah. And if he's not communicating to this woman uh, in the way that she feels loved and appreciated or respected, then it's gonna be it's gonna be a continuous problem in their relationship. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to that sounds familiar. That sounds all right. All right, Sippers, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the dopest part of the episode where we listen to some dope-ass music. Well, Elle, Elle used to get upset when she was losing this thing. She does better in 2020, though. Shut up. So, <laughs> I had so much disappointment in 2020. I'm used to it. So we're playing. So that sounds familiar. Um, I would play one, two, three, four, five. I only have five songs on this list, so we'll, okay. we'll go over five You don't want to put the TV back on? Uh, Sipper, they need to know, and you need to know, the name of the artist or the name of the song before they do. Uh, this first song came out in 1993, and I'm not sure if either of you. 1993. 1993. Well, we'll see. Here we go, here we go, the Montel Jordan. No. Is that Snoop? No. Um, Warren G. No. Master P. No. Nate Dog. No. <laughs> but he is from the West Coast, though. Uh, clearly. DJ Quick? Is that DJ Quick? No. It sounds so familiar. His, I'll give you a hint. His name is a game that you play. Ice Cube? What game is called Ice Cube? Sorry. I'm just talking. It's a... Too much eye contact with my man. It has dots on it. Polka dot? And it's as a white it's a white chip. Dice, ice cube? No. Dice? Yeah, something dice. Mm-mm. What game do you play? They call it craps. They say Domino's. Craps. Hello, what's the name of the what's the name of the artist? 
Domino. There you go. I'll give it to you. Domino. Um, this is called Ghetto Jam from 1993. He's a very popular artist back then. Never gotten that. You were, that's why I gave you a hint. Thank you, appreciate it. That's why I gave you a hint. I'll take my little, my little. That sister. was like a. That's like bigger than struggle. Hint. Struggle. <laughs> my struggle. struggle. <laughs> Super struggle. The next one came out in 2005. I like this beat though. That's okay. Correct. Oh. Little Kim. So fast with it. You was ready. This is called Light Us Up. This yeah. was her last big hit. This is like when she, her comeback, when we like yeah. did not think she had any more juice in her tank, but yeah. she came back with this little jammer. Yeah, I like this. It was a good one, right? Yeah. It was her last big hit, really, yeah, I think I it was. Yeah. Good old Light uh, Us Up. Kim just makes me so sad. It's like yeah. the same sadness you have like with Michael Jackson. You're just like, you were so. I've got her old pictures. Yeah. I'm like she was and so. Come, be- come when you're perfect, a, when you're beautiful. an adult, there's no way for your body, your skin to go from dark skin to light skin without bleaching and, and no, whatnot. like clearly unless, unless you have some kind of sickness. Or you know, some people say vitiligo, but she hasn't come out until she has vitiligo, no. and I, she's clearly bleached. You know. I think the worst thing about everything that she did to herself is now that has become like a mainstream thing. Yeah, she was doing it first, I guess. Her nose, her like I mean, just like there's something about just aging gracefully. Like if you like I'm letting my grades come in. I'm I'm happy with it. I'm okay. Yeah. All right, this next song came out in 1999. 1999. Aaliyah? Where I wanna be. Damn where I wanna be. Dang it. Donnell Jones. Donnell Jones is one of my favorite artists, man. Don't get that one right away. Ain't never had no relationship. You remember this song, Al? I do know, I do. Yeah. It just sounded like four page letter, the very like first intro. My baby girl. You ever heard uh, You ever heard part two of this song? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard all his albums. Yeah. But especially specifically this album. This one, yeah. I think it was like it was just really good. Any 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 man who like heard this song back when it came out is it's gonna take him back to a certain place yeah. for sure. It's like a male male banger. There are female yeah. bangers. Yeah. Just like, well, yeah, like super we, we relate. All, all yeah, this, this is your super relate song. Oh yeah, for one. sure. It's like man, this is where I want to be. Like I got understand. Yeah. So it's a two, one one or two one. Two one. And what and what's funny about that is like it's kind of fuckboyish if you really think about it. Cause yeah. Oh, the like, video was all fuckboy. It's kind of like I just I, I gotta go fuck these hoes for a little while. It's <laughs> just being honest so though. Talking about being honest. Yeah. Just being honest yeah. and look. Yeah. This is, it is what it is. Like, baby, I love you, but these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one came out in 1991. 1991. I know this, Missy, but I don't know. No. I'm not going to know it until it starts. Injection, fellas. Ghost Boys Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's all. <laughs> That little countdown though is pretty popular. Yeah. Cause Janet definitely has a countdown like that. This was what I call take up the draws music back in the night. You know what? They don't make music like this no more, honey. How are y'all making babies? Let me tell y'all. Cause boys and men made some babies. Awesome fucking. Yes, boys and men for sure. Shall I play one more? Even though I'm gonna give. I guess I you mean, got three. Yeah, Remy one. Yeah. Remy one. Let's play one more. Play one more. 
Did I, was that is that all day wins? Is that what I think oh, so. Wow. I think you gotta come win back. The, win the day. You got whooped last week. You were like, nope. Yeah, you I always gotta take shit. a week off. You talking shit? He's man. like, I will be redeemed. What song is this? Shingy. I don't know why he's in my head. No, not at all. Busta. It Big guess. Like Busta, yeah. It is Busta. I can hear him. Beat was so hard though. What? I love DMX. It had Busta Rhymes, DMX, and Jay Z on it. Wow. Imagine for one second when DMX was at the height of his DMX dumb that he would be where he is now. It's like know. crazy to me that like he's not an icon. Like DMX was definitely gonna be like an icon. He was gonna be a Jay Z. Damn a drugs, man. The drugs. Crazy yeah. to me, like who he is right now. Yeah, I used to love Even DMX. Ja Rule too. Like they were like such. I used to love some Ja Rule. Right! Like, he had the whole game literally on lock. It, gives, it makes me appreciate, like, the Beyonce's. The long, the, the ushers. Long, the ushers. Yeah. Like, the people who have the longevity. Because I look like Ashante and Ja Rule. And, yeah, like, man. they were literally, the like, they could touch a song and it was popular. Yeah. I love this song. Murder Inc. Yeah, like, uh. they were the hottest thing. And they literally just, like, neither one of them are popping. Can't get anything musically, yeah. pop, like, going. It's crazy All right. to me. What we got next? What we got next? What would I be without my baby? Okay. So um, I got spanked on that one. All right. What's your ish? Congratulations, Remy. Congratulations. What's your ish? You didn't, what's you, your ish? Man, I don't know if I have an ish. Y'all go first. Let me think about this for a second. I have an ish. What's your ish? Okay. My ish is I just got notification that I use Google Play Music for my subscri- music subscription. Okay. And they, Google bought YouTube, and they're transferring all their Google Play Music people to mm. YouTube Music, which has, like, triple... The audience? Yeah. And you can, like, literally pull everything from anybody who posted on YouTube. So now it's, like, creating this way bigger mm. network, but still with the Google Play functionality. Yeah. So it was, like, and it's free. They're transferring it over. Mm. I mean, I'm still paying with my same yeah. subscription, but, like... I was like, oh, dope. And they have an option where you can either do add like extra $2 and then get YouTube ad free as well. So it's like hmm. even better. So does, does that mean that all Tino Shade will be moving from the platform of Google Play to being on YouTube? Google is separating its podcast from its music. Okay. Um, so all Tino Shade will be transferring over to Google Podcasts, which is now its own separate hmm. app site okay. deal thing. I know that. It's a free up. subscription service. It's free though. Go follow and us. Then, um, but no, it'll automatically transfer. Mm. And then all the music sides will be transferred over to YouTube Music. That's what's up. I am a YouTube. I actually started a YouTube channel for Jay Noetic, the life coaching brand for those who are unaware. Yes. Um, so yeah. What Remy, what's your ish? Uh, my ish is the dumb um, bullshit. I'm playing. I'm joking. The, Look at you. See the the black lives <laughs> the black lives matter mural over at uh, Oh yes, Dr. Yes. Carter G. Woodson African American Museum. That's is literally my favorite one that I've seen all over the internet, and it's literally like right around the corner. And a couple weekends ago, I went over there and took some pictures and some video and just. There's another one. I think it's either in South. Um, Seattle or California that did like the same mural like they didn't just do the yellow they yeah. actually yeah, I don't know why everyone decided to just do well, the yellow because the one in Atlanta they just did it with quickly, the yellow yeah. quickly as a statement to the 
Yeah. And the first one was in D.C., right? Yeah, not D.C., Atlanta, not yeah, Atlanta, D.C. The one in D.C. was done so in that yellow, so a lot of people just literally followed. Follow but, you know, I love the new artistry kind of brand of it, yeah. The St. Pete one is definitely, definitely nice. If, so those of you who don't know what it looks like, if you go to our racial injustices episode, the cover photo for that is actually the Black Lives Matter mural that is in St. Pete. I yeah. use that picture for that. So That's I haven't beautiful. been to it yet. I do want to go check it out. Um, Did it's you- beautiful. It's got a lot of color into it or whatever. And when I went over there, they was like, yeah, if you want to come back and support the mural or whatever, you can come back and get some T-shirts or whatever. So. So did you guys see week. that that couple and it was like a couple you can see them and the, there's a cop clearly visible who were painting back over yeah, the Black Lives yeah. Matter. Where, where was that? Where was that? California. I saw it, but it was in Cali. Oh, it okay. was literally hours after they painted the Black Lives Matter. It didn't even stand a whole day. Mm-hmm. Didn't and they do that? Didn't they deface it in Orlando as well? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, and they actually have been charged. Good. Right. Yes. They should. I mean, because right. it's, it's city it's property. It's vandalism, yeah. Vandalism. Yeah, because there a was a, they had a permit to do it, so it was okay, and they vandalized it, so they got vandalism charges. But it's just like a testament. Like, you can't even live in a space that even acknowledges that Black Lives Matter to me is crazy. The people and, who are fighting against it are fighting to maintain their privilege, their yeah. white privilege. And, and furthermore, there's this whole tribalism that's going on and the idea that they're... They, the narrative of Black Lives Matter for them doesn't look like what we're trying to portray it as. So, like, yeah. they, they, it's all filtered through their fucking media and the shit that they follow rather than hearing what we're, what the fuck we're trying to say. Yeah. Like, for them, Black Black Lives Matter is this Marxist fucking anti-government, all this, all this extra I, shit. I literally, I mean, to this day, I'm still crazy, but there are people who really don't believe that racism exists. Like, they, yeah. there are people who honestly you don't believe in discrimination and prejudice. Like, And I had this argument with an yeah. old roommate's ex and couldn't believe it. And so I know that this is real, but, like, there are people who literally think that, like, I saw this meme and it was like black people. How can can you imagine black people thinking that their racism exists? They have a whole month to themselves. Yeah, they I saw have that meme. A whole movement. They have all this stuff, but yet they're the ones who are claiming racism. Like yeah. and it's like they don't understand that we need these things because of racism. Yeah, yeah. and most or all of these motherfuckers are Trump supporters, and that's why we got to vote. Yeah. So my it's just weak um, because I have exhausted every show that I've watched. I am out of, I have been out of Facts. shows to watch because of quarantine and because of COVID-19. I've gone through all of my TV shows. A lot of TV shows aren't even coming back yet because of COVID-19. So I had to find a new show to watch. And so I started watching this Amazon Prime show called Hannah. I love Hannah! Oh Hannah's God, pretty it's so good. good. It's pretty damn good. And I just saw the season two drop. I haven't seen yeah, season I just started, two. Yeah, I just started season two. I hate I you. I just started season two. I, like, I've, I've been seeing it since season one, and it is so good. Yes, yeah, it's so, so it's, good. it's pretty good. So Hannah is about a, a young girl who um, has, I'll just say, special capabilities. Not superhero capabilities, but just has been... Unique. Unique. And not to give it away. And so... And people are coming after her, trying to capture her, to bring her back to where, quote unquote, she was created. And um, it's just been really good. It's been an inter- interesting dynamic. I like to see characters that are necessarily from U- United States origin. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's a good storyline. I didn't think I would like it. 
But it's pretty damn good. No, it's really it's yeah. very action adventure. Oh, did you see that season two trailer just dropped of the boys? <gasps> yes, I'm That's, so excited. Have you have you watched the boys? Have you watched I the watched boys. The first season, yeah. yeah, I know. I can't wait. Like I, uh, I feel like it's been forever. It's been. It's, I feel like it's been forever. It's I'm a, so ready. Yeah. I mean, any part, any like anybody who has content right now like prepped and ready before this quarantine yeah like they are in the ultimate decision like yeah. ultimate place like artists if i was an artist musical artist right now i would 110 percent be Drop dropping music. because you have everyone's attention because yeah. everyone's well, most people are trying yeah. to quarantine at some level i'm like yeah everybody's album is going triple quadruple platinum like first day because like literally it's like i don't got nothing else to do i might as well yeah so that's my ish hannah then the boys all right, I think that's. I think that. Any uh, final sip, guys? I don't have any final sips. All right, then I'll go ahead and call this sip session. Done. Holla. Blessings.